It's the Mali Bros Podcast, episode 138. Mm-hmm. Happy Friday. Oh, let me get my levels up. There we go. Yeah. Happy Friday. Um, what season is it? What season is it? Is season it uh, four? No, I mean, no. Whose season? Uh, um, Aquarius, somebody. Happy birthday to whoever's still, uh, celebrating a B-Day this weekend. It's not still early January? We're still on the night. So whoever's next? It's early February. E, who's February? Honestly, I have no idea. It doesn't matter. Happy Friday, y'all. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, official birthday this weekend. Um, yep. Happy Friday. We headed into the weekend. Turn up. Super Bowl weekend. Everybody be safe this weekend because I know how it's about to be. Uh, and yeah. What you getting ready to do for the Super Bowl? It is Aquarius uh, season. Okay. Shout out to y'all. Water signs. Emotional motherfuckers. But um, for the Super Bowl, I'm chilling, bro. I don't even know. I might go to, might go to mom's joint. Mm-hmm. Might stay home. Yeah, the Super Bowl is definitely going to be like super chill. You know what I'm saying? Going yeah. out to a bar or a restaurant for the Super Bowl. I feel like that would be, that's a vibe, but like doesn't have to be type shit. Remember I'm the, just trying to see that Super Bowl halftime show. I'm going to keep it 100, y'all. I don't give a fuck about the Eagles. I don't give a fuck about the, the Chiefs for real. I'm just trying to see the halftime show. I'm going to keep it 100. Billion dollars on the stage. Man, I'm, I'm happy to see Rihanna. The first time there's a billion dollars on the but, stage in Super Bowl history. First time ever in history. No one who's ever performed. Dr. Dre just did the Super Bowl last year. He's a billionaire. Fuck out of here. It wasn't his show. That it was, was his part show. Of an ensemble. That was literally that's Dr. Like, Dre. That's like saying, oh, yeah, look, that's like the Avengers or some shit. Like, uh, nah, he was a part of all of them. That was a West Coast thing. It was a whole lot of money. You just, said, you just said something that's not a fact. Well, guess what I'm saying now? Solo performance. Now it's a fact. For the fact checkers, check that. Is she going to be solo? Yeah, she's going to be solo. We're going to see. When I y'all mean, hear that bitch better have my money. When y'all hear that to start the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. we going up. This is what I will say. I will be watching the Super Bowl, not just for Rihanna. I'm excited to see what she's going to do with the Super Bowl, with the halftime. But y'all know what we're here for. Y'all know what us Broncos fans tuning in for. We want to see that L. Oh, they want to see the Chiefs lose. As much as I'm a Washington fan, I don't even give a damn. I don't want I, I don't want the Eagles to win just because I don't feel like hearing their mouth, but low key. Yeah. It's one of them Super Bowls where I'm like, all right, I want the nah, I low key want the Chiefs to win. I'm gonna keep it on. I've been picking the Chiefs all year. You see what they said? They were like, is it is which one is better between going to the Super Bowl actually? Like, would you rather go to the Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl party? And everybody was picking Super Bowl party. Like, would you rather go to the game or go to the party where or everybody watched? Go watch? to a Super Bowl party, yeah. I'd rather go to a Super Bowl party. I'd rather go to a party too. Mm-hmm. Honestly, because it's look, of course we would all love to be at the Super Bowl, but that t- that's a pretty penny you about to spend. If my team playing, I would rather be at the game. Yeah, I don't want to one hundred percent. I don't want to go to a party and my team is playing. Fuck that, because then people talking and you like nigga. I've been watching all year. I can't imagine. I can't imagine, bro. You know me, Terrence. That might, I've done it. First of all, I've done it. I've actually lived to do it. I did it in two thousand and fifteen when we went and we won a Super Bowl. It was a great year. We had a Super Bowl. You wasn't, wasn't that big of a fan back then, though. What are you talking about? You was a fan, but you knew you was a. Terrence. I know the running back and I know the receiver nah, and quarterback. Never. Fan. You wasn't. A, I literally had on a Demir. I literally had on a Demarius Thomas eighty-eight jersey. I knew the quarterback, receiver, running back. 
No, no, no. I was a, you never try to play me. You wasn't the fan that you are now. Let's keep it on Honda. Terrence, I've, I've been the same fan. Can you really say? All right, bet, Terrell. Let's keep it on Honda. No, no, no. We keep it on Honda with yourself. Let's keep it on Honda for I'm real. I'm keeping it all the way a thousand. All right, bet. You keep it a thousand? Yeah. So you've always been this fan? Yes. That's At least since 2015. Terrence, when I was a young, it's when I was young. been around you that know what you want. When I was younger, when I was a teen, a young teen, <laughs> tween. I, I didn't know all the linemen and shit, but from 2015, I was 22 years you old. Got it. You got it. Never try to play me because y'all never been there. Like I was saying, I've been in an environment. It's not that bad. <laughs> that's the thing that's killing me. Look, he telling me <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> I have. My squad was in the Super Bowl. I'm around a bunch of motherfuckers who aren't a fan. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. It was a Super Bowl party type. Type situation, yeah. Yeah. For y'all drink. Your adrenaline gonna be through the roof though, because everybody knows that that's your squad. So if y'all lose, everybody's looking at you like, damn. My adrenaline will be through the roof come halftime. People forget we went to the Super Bowl in 2015. When Riri step on that stage, everything stops. We'll see. She better be out of breath like she. Bitch, bye. <laughs> y'all about to do. <laughs> I feel like your girl Beyonce gonna do uh, Rihanna Patty. What you talking about? I think she's going to drop a uh, <laughs> drop her videos or whatever. <laughs> or, or whatever nah. during the joint. There you go, happen. That'll be dope. But we might as well get the Grammys out of the way first. This motherfucker's got to make chicken on his phone. I have no idea why. It said Chick-fil-A just unveiled a fried cauliflower sandwich that took four years to develop. And it's nothing like the plant-based fast food at rivals like McDonald's. So it's a, cauli it's a fried cauliflower burger. A fried, a fried ca cauliflower sandwich. Hell no. no Let me you. tell you something. You're going to get in the middle of that joint, and you're going to have your sandwich like this, and Hold you're going to look tea. at it, and you're going to see that sponge in the middle, and you're going to realize, I could have just got the chicken sandwich. Hold on, Brody. You had buffalo cauliflower before. Mm -hmm. Imagine you take the patty off, because they're going to probably put some weak-ass pickles under it. Chick-fil-A, pickles don't belong on everything. Number one, it doesn't belong on anything I'm eating. But they got them weak-ass pickles under there, don't they? Yeah. Take that patty off and shake it up in some buffalo sauce. Put that drink back on there. Dip it in some ranch. When your stomach is fucked up later, right? Uh-huh. And you just sitting there like, you know how your stomach fucked up and you just have to run back what you ate, what you ate and what you the decisions you made? That's gonna be the one that's real easy for you, you know? Buffalo <laughs> sauce on the cauliflower from Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and then I put it in ranch. I think that's what fucked them people about it was dipping a uh them quesadillas and that sour cream mix from Chipotle. Yeah. yeah. You know why your stomach is fucked. So look, if they about to have cauliflower sandwiches, then the the fast food stop. I mean, fast food talking come to an end, right? In terms oh, of what? fast food. Y'all eating, oh, eating that fast food. Fried cauliflower sandwich? It's still fried. What kind of oil are they frying it in? It ain't chicken. I don't know. This supposed to be Chick-fil-A. Y'all supposed to be chicken. Y'all folding on what y'all, y'all folding on y'all bread and butter and going cauliflower. Right. This ain't Kali filet. We can't even get mighty wings. You know what I'm saying? We can't. Y'all supposed to be bringing them wings. Them wings. Um, I'm done. But we get the vegan wings. sandwich first. When they release them wings, y'all gonna see your boy gain 80 pounds. That's gonna because that's gonna be crazy. Big boy podcast. All right, bet. Let's get it. Uh, the Grammys was this past week. We're not gonna bleed it too much because I know y'all probably have seen a week's worth of Grammy coverage. But for those who even give a damn what we have to say about it. Can I start the Grammys? Absolutely. Take it away. 
The first thing that I want to start with is Grammys, but it ain't Grammys. The Rock. I have a, I have an issue. The Rock, the Rock is a menace. The Rock is on a tear right now, and to me, he needs to be stopped. Okay. Somebody has to say something. And it's going to take a Will Smith, Chris Rock type of moment to stop this man. And his tracks. Who about to slap The Rock? You talking about the fact that because of the whole the Rock Adele a, thing? The Rock is a nice guy. But if he was slapped, it might be a shock. We don't know if that Black Adam shit is really in him. Oh, I'm The Rock! You know how many times I've been slapped in my career? You forget I, what I did before this acting shit. I was in wrestling, never which think is you could slap scripted. Terrence, you could never slap The Rock. You could never slap The Rock. First of all, you could. Just because he's not going to be like Chris Rock. Wow. First of all, I've been getting smacked for 30 years in wrestling. So he was going to take it. But he'll be shocked that you smacked him behind what he did. Okay. Not give saying context. The Rock should be smacked. All right, bet. Give context, though. For motherfuckers that didn't watch. When the Grammys opened, Trevor Noah was the host. And you know what? I thought Trevor Noah did pretty good. I thought he did all right. He did. He killed it. But uh, Trevor Noah went up to Adele. She's sitting next to her uh, fiance, Rich Paul. They showed the diamond on her finger. You see that? Yeah. That was nice. Okay, Rich, I see you. You know, <laughs> I'm sitting with her. <laughs> and then uh, Trevor Noah was like, yeah, we know that Adele, you said you once, once upon a time, you said you wanted to meet the, uh, the Rock. And we don't have The Rock here, but we do have Dwayne Johnson, right? Here comes this <laughs> brawling ass nigga coming around the table to meet my girl. What? And then he kissed her on the cheek twice. The only reason why I said Rock is a menace, because he was just in the shit with, <laughs> with Meg Thee Stallion. He said, uh, who would I want to be my pet? Meg Thee Stallion. And what? we know how he felt about that. No way. Oh, he said he wanted to be Meg Thee Stallion's pet. My bad. But it was like, yo, she got a dude, though. You mean to tell me? Right, let me ask you. You're Rich Paul, right? You sitting there, your girl sitting right here, whatever. Just think about that situation. They set him up. They set Rich Paul up for that. They did set Rich Paul up. I can't lie. Oh. This nigga, The Rock, comes around looking great. This he nigga got on a lavender around. undershirt with the brown suit. This nigga comes around <laughs> diesel as fuck, sweating his shit. This nigga has a suit jacket on and nothing under it. Just muscles under right. it. This nigga jacket. probably smells great. And he look, coming clutch. This girl. nigga came up fast. And then look, he calling her best friend. Oh, yeah, they're best friends now. Hey, look. I'm not rocking with that. But, but you see, Rich Paul was, you see the picture? Rich Paul was a good sport about, behind it. I would be a good sport too, but I just wouldn't fuck with it. Uh, who, who did that to him? Golden Glo- it wasn't Golden what was, what was it? Grammys. Grammys. I'm not fucking with that. But on the red carpet, they asked The Rock who he would be starstruck by. And he said Beyonce and Adele. The Rock, we know what you're doing. <laughs> he had his wife with we him. We know what you're doing. His wife doing. was there. His All wife right. was there. All right. Anyway, The Rock is a menace because that was one of the things I said. Terrence is going to have an issue with this because <laughs> here come this strong ass nigga. Oh, you wanted to meet The Rock? We got Dwayne Johnson. And then like, when, she won, right here? when she won the Grammy, he said, get up here, best friend. I'm not <laughs> fucking with it. I would have been Rich Paul coming right up with her. What's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Rich, this way, Rich, this way. Okay, hold up. Because <laughs> I'm going to see if I have a problem of it. <laughs> Rock gonna be looking at me like, what's going on with him? Oh my god. <laughs> Rich, Rich, this way, Rich. <laughs> no, hold up. I'm standing right in front of the mic. We got a problem. You hear that? You got a problem? <laughs> get up oh. here. Get up here, best friend. <laughs> Fuck out of here.
ahead. This nigga thought he was Black Adam for real? Y'all got the rock fucked up like he want rock bottom Rich Paul's ass through the ground. Terrell, rock that wrestling shit was fake. Terrence, the rock is strong enough to throw your left arm over his, <laughs> lift you up, and slam you if you Rich Paul. <laughs> Are you crazy? All right, come on. The, the rock is the type of nigga to get rocked in a fight, and y'all sitting there like this. Is that <laughs> the rock? Y'all got when Kimbo got into the, in the to the ring, when we thought he was undefeated. Terry, that wasn't fair. Ring. That wasn't fair. Kimbo was out of his element, <laughs> and he still won. He just almost lost. That shit was scary. But y'all got the rock fucked up. This motherfucker's in the gym every day, and he's on train. Y'all got. It. All right, back. The 50 years of hip-hop is something that I took away from the Grammys. I thought that was dope. Yeah. Um, but what I did want to say behind that, like, if you didn't watch the Grammys, they did a, uh, like, a 50 years of hip-hop tribute where they had artists from different generations come out and perform, right? We all know now. If you, if you didn't know, now you know. But notably, a lot of the criticism was based around the fact that there was a lot of people that weren't there. Quest Love came out and was like, look, we tried to get everybody you could get. A lot of people bailed. A lot of people was like, oh, who's that? I don't have a relationship. Or who all going to be there? People was doing that. Okay, yeah. Because if I had beef, you know. And then there's just certain people that don't have a good relationship with the Grammys. So what I was going to say behind these celebrations is you can celebrate a certain group. Yeah. But I don't think you can do a 50 years of hip-hop celebration on any award show. You can do it with the Grammys because... Drake don't fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Half these artists barely fuck with you. Wayne don't really rock with y'all like that. I mean, he does. He just got the, the, the joint. But there's too many people that are critical. Like, like Drake's run from 2009 to 2020, right? His 10 years. is an important year, 10-year decade in that 50. Yeah. But this is the flip side of it. We can't even blame the Grammys. Because if BET did a 50 years of hip-hop, Y'all wouldn't even show up, period, because it's BET. So now we really don't have nobody there. Not yet. And that's why I said it was cool, but it probably wouldn't really happen on an award show. It would probably just be something that happens on the internet. Yeah. Like, I thought it was, I thought the performance was dope, too. It was I, a great performance. And I agree with you that it might not be something that can be fully done the way it's supposed to with everybody mm -hmm. that needs to be included. I think for what they did, I thought it was... Definitely, though. It's funny. I was watching it, and I'm like, okay, this is actually, this is actually lit. I tweeted, yo, this, this hip-hop performance is dope, or something like that. But then it just got so much better. Like, it just kept getting better. Yeah. By the time I seen Queen Lativa, I said, wow, this is actually dope. And you know what? This culture is thick. Like, I was really thinking about that. Like, our culture is like, it, there's a lot that goes with it. And I'm like, damn, low-key, I feel like that hip-hop tribute, I don't think that they would do a uh, 50 years of country, 50 years of pop, 50 years of jazz. They could. They could. But look, I just don't think that they would. And I think it just spoke to how hip hop is the leading, <clears throat> the leading like genre for like, what is the word I'm looking for? Music. Not exposure, but like it's the biggest genre. It is the biggest draw. That's why we can lead our show with 50 years of hip-hop, and it's just like, oh, look. Could they do 50 years of jazz? By the time they get to the third motherfucker coming out with his trumpet, we're going to be like, okay, who is this guy? Okay, who is this? It's like we're looking at it like a museum type thing. Yeah, but you 
The jazz fans would appreciate it. Jazz fans would appreciate it. I'm not shitting on jazz. If you did 50 years of pop, you got hella people coming up there. And look, I'm not shitting on that. I'm not shitting on saying that they couldn't. Mm-hmm. I feel like the fact that they did that with us, I felt like that that spoke to how dense mm-hmm. our culture is. But I also was thinking, like, damn, our culture has also been done, y'all like the worst from the Grammys. That's why I was going to ask you, did you think it was pandery? Do you think, like, y'all fuck up the hip-hop award every year, and now all of a sudden y'all want to do this big 15-minute hip-hop tribute? Yeah, I thought it was definitely very much like, okay, this is what y'all use us for anywhere, anyway, so this is what it is, which is entertainment. Like, let's, let's run that number up. We know that y- if we bring y'all to the show, y'all going to have people watch. Y'all mm-hmm. are the ones with the high songs. We don't have to give you the award, though. And I think you coming to the show is entertainment. Kanye West on the red carpet or, or one of these big artists, Beyonce, red carpet. The fact that you show up on the red carpet, you there, you bring so much viewership with your fan base, and then they don't give you the award, or they do what they've done. It just made me think, damn, like this tribute's so dope, but it's for like a stage that never really appreciated this culture for real. Yeah. So much to the point where some of the people, including, have been spoken, have spoken on it. Yeah. So, not to be negative, I liked the performance. I thought the performance was enjoyable, but I couldn't help but think about the relationship that hip-hop has with the Grammys. Yeah, for sure. You know? And you know what? The fact that Beyonce wasn't on the uh, red carpet, Jay didn't do the red carpet, they weren't, like, down there doing the picture, throwing the dress back, the slow-mo that they do, that a lot of other artists did. A lot of people had an issue with the fact that Beyonce showed up late. Yeah. And I mean, it is a little tacky to show up when you won mm-hmm. and you can't even go up that drink to get it because you're on your way. It but Beyonce and them also not about that. We're not about to give the Grammys an E! Entertainment TV red carpet experience the viewership of me showing up here. I'm going to show up when the, sto- when the show start, do what I got to do and leave. Yeah. You still going though. But you're just trying to do less and less and less of the bullshit for y'all. And that's what she's been doing for the last couple of years. But moving right along, the uh, Kendrick, we got to talk about Kendrick. Mm-hmm. He swept. Best rap album. He got a, well, no, he didn't just get best rap album. He got best rap song. He got best rap performance and best um, rap song, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, he swept up. Kendrick swept up at the Grammys. And honestly, you can't be mad at it, man. Like, I, was, I wanted God did for mine, but... Um, we all know. Right. Y'all know I thought God did was the song of the year. I mean, was the, the best rap song of the year. Just because them verses. But the only other song that I would take in arguments... Oh, everybody sending me all that other stuff. It, nothing, to me, the only one was, was that the heart part five. Yeah. Now, a lot of people felt like Future should have won, or Pusha T should have won, or maybe, I think those are the only two that they said should have beat. Yeah. I mean, no. I think Mr. Moran and the Big, Big Steppers was the standout rap album on that list, and I think it was the best rap album on that list. If you were to put J.I.D. Forever Story up there... If you'd have put, you know? Okay, yeah. 
Then you will have me thinking, all right, I don't know. Because one thing I will say is when we listened to J.I.D.'s album, I was like, yo, this is a rap album. Yeah. Like, I would feel better about Kendrick winning in a category that had real respect. Future, to me, I think he put out. But you know what? And that's what I be thinking about, like. I don't. I think Future's album was great, but it would never be able to win best rap album against an album like Kendrick's. And you know what? It's too fun. That to me is an issue. Yeah. Because it it basically that what you just said right there is a very true thing, but that's where I feel like it's an issue because the way Three Six Mafia will make an album, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, will be way different than somebody who's a little bit more. On the intellectual side. But to me, it doesn't mean one person where 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 three six may not be able to do the the intellectual, mm-hmm. you know, backpack rap. It's a lot of people that can't do what they do. Like Future. If you think about what Future did on his album, right? Mm-hmm. He put out a great album. Not many people can execute at that level that he executed. Album went crazy. Had one of the he he won the best rap song collab for Wait for You. That was off his album. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But since he didn't have these deep dense topics, you're never gonna beat the guy that's going for therapy. You will not. Logic almost scared y'all when he had that track with the with the hotline on mm-hmm. it. I thought they was gonna give that during the war because normally stuff like that normally be winning. It wins rapping, but it's also for something. Yeah, yeah. So, I, but I think Future's uh, "Wait for You" win was was deserved. What did he win over? That was best melodic rap performance, right? Yeah, I thought that was deserved. But oh, yeah. comment on what you said about like how it. I agree. I think it's it's just like in acting when you do a role that's less. If I do a role that takes on this real tough mental process and I lose a bunch of weight or I or I take on the role of somebody who's mentally challenged that you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. versus somebody who just does a really good job in a drama the person who took on like the challenge like you do a movie where you have like some sort of mental challenge normally that gives you a leg up to win yeah the guy who does a good job in a regular movie doesn't have that same shot so like I just think Maybe there needs to be another category. Maybe there needs to be a trap category. Best trap album. Nah, I don't I just don't see them doing that. Too ghetto for the uh Grammys. I just don't think they would. You know? Yeah. Cause look, let's say you do best trap album. Look at what that category looks like from last year. You would have uh I never liked you. You probably have Dirk 7220. You might be able to throw Ghana's DS4. You might be able to throw some of the more hard edge rap albums there, and then you would have space for J.I.D. to go up against a Kendrick. Remember nah, when we yeah, were thinking true. about traditional rap album versus... Yeah. Yeah. And they do have, you know, best contemporary whatever. Best... They could do it. I don't know if they would. And that's not to take away anything from Kendrick's album. His album was great. His album deserved to win. 100%. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, looking yeah. at both. But not trying to stay on the Grammys too long. Only only thing that I wanted to talk about was the uh, Chris Brown, Robert Glasper situation. Okay. I'm a, I mean, I guess I'll just say 
Chris Brown basically said, who the fuck is Robert Glasper? And that was not the right thing for my guy to do. And when he did it, I was like, damn. Yeah. You know? But he apologized for it. He's, pa- he's super passionate. I honestly... And real quick, why yeah. was that not the, the right thing to do? It wasn't the right thing to do because even if... Chris Brown knows who Robert Glasper is. It was pictures that came out. He was at one of Chris Brown's birthday parties. But the world, he isn't... You don't, you don't blame the artist for a mistake that the Grammys could make. And a lot of people like Robert Glasper's Albert, uh, album. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's not even on... This is, has nothing to do with Robert Glasper. Yeah. Think about it. That's like if Kendrick came out and was like, who the fuck is Macklemore? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He'd be right, but the issue isn't Mac for real. It's really the Grammys. Mac, Macklemore paid with his career for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But... I just that's why it wasn't the right the right move because it's not it's not on you shouldn't put that on Robert Glasper you shouldn't throw smoke his way it's the Grammys it's the Grammys because if we keep it in a complete buck Robert Glasper's album I wouldn't listen to it um he's great he's a legend you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. he he's he's won hella Grammys before I think the album that should have won if anything was gonna win over Chris it should have been Lucky Day for Candy Drip because that album was amazing I thought honestly he might lose to Lucky Day yeah. But um, we were all surprised that that happened. I, yeah, I think you, when you lose, it sucks. But you lose double when you come out and you salty about it, you know? Yeah. Like, if y'all lose, it definitely looks much better for you to just take your L and just roll with it. When you come out and be like, man, they cheated us. Y'all some lame-ass niggas. Who the fuck? Then you just really look like you really wanted to win, and then you lost, and that looks bad, you know? Yeah. It looked like, damn, he really wanted to win. Yeah. So he's mad about it. And if it's just you, you straight. You could come out and be salty. But when you got a fan base, you just don't say just shit let and them let them it. do it. Yeah. If and I lose and I don't have a fan base, then I, I'm, I, I might be salty. Yeah, when I heard he did it, I was like, damn, he shouldn't have did it. And I feel like I'm not even famous to know that. Don't y'all think that's weird how... You're not famous, but you probably wouldn't do certain things you see famous people do. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. I mean, like I was, a human thing. Yeah. I'll say this. I'm a C. Breezy fan. I think he should have won that award. I Robert Glasper, really he's cool, but like, what, what constitutes the album of the year? If you have so many people who, and this is the thing, everybody want to come out and be a Robert Glasper right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? When the shit went down. Yeah. Everybody wants to shit on my man C. Breezy. And this is what I will say, and I tweeted this. Niggas want to say, oh, Chris Brown only makes 2013 music. Maybe if, maybe if he met Robert Glass, but if he knew Robert Glass, he wouldn't just live in 2013. All right, bet. You're just telling me that you didn't listen to the album, and you're probably still thinking about Heartbreak on a Full Moon or, you know, maybe Indigo, where people were talking about 40 track albums. Like, Breezy was 19 tracks. Also, all of y'all play Under the Influence, which is three years old, it took that the number one. It's still number one ryth- rhythmic. We all love Warm Embrace from this year. Call Me Every Day was great with WizKid. Why are we doing this? Because now y'all get me in my bag. All right. That's it. One thing that I will say, moving on from CB. Shout out CB. CB. Shout out CB. Shout out Robert Glasper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quavo's performance in tribute to Takeoff was definitely like chilling. That, that, that was moving. It was. That was like, whoa. You know? Mm-hmm. Like when he was holding the chain up in the in the, in the air, I said, "Man, this is like." It kind of made it real. Yeah, 
Like that wasn't nothing fake that happened. That really happened. Yeah. That was yeah, no, nah, that was sad as fuck. Insane. I saw it and it was like Quavo joined such and such, such and such and such and such for the tribute. And I was like, damn, they about to do a actual I knew I was tribute. gonna be a wreck. That was sad as fuck, man. This is what I will ask you, just to wrap Grammys. Um every year people talk about how the Grammys don't matter, right? Or fuck the Grammys, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh Every year we watch. Yeah. So the question came up like, you know, the is it fuck the Grammys or is the Grammys something we watch? And before you answer, I did want to give Beyonce a shout out. I'm not going to spend too much time. Just Grammy, most Grammy winning is. Shout out to the queen. But what do you think? Because, you know, is it fuck the Grammys or are we watch? Everybody watched. Yeah. All the platforms that even said that there's fuck the Grammys and to include us. We all watch every year. So it's like, what do you say to that? I think that the answer to that is not for us to answer. It is for the artists that we bang with. Because when you think about it, that's really the people who influence whether we fuck with the Grammys or not. Because when y'all say, yo, fuck the Grammys, we'd be like, you know what? Y'all right. Fuck the Grammys. They don't appreciate what y'all do. We do. Because we the fans. You know? Yeah. We would actually pick you. So when you say fuck them, it ain't hard for us to say fuck them. We don't, we ain't going to get shit from them. We want you to be respected. But if you don't put so much stock into that, I don't think your fan base would. But then I think you start seeing, it's like, man, forget the, forget the Grammys. I don't give a fuck. But then when you get to a point where you can get nominated for Grammys, then you're talking about how it's a dope thing and stuff like that. And I think. That volley, that back and forth between those two spaces, that's what keeps us as, like, just fans in the limbo about the Grammy. Because low-key, look, we do want to see y'all, and y'all show up. So are we watching for the Grammys to see the awards, or are we really just watching to see everybody in the same place at one time? Nah, that's true. Because if y'all didn't go to the... If, if your favorite artist didn't go to the Grammys, you yeah. might not watch. When I heard Jay was going to be there, Beyonce was going to be there, of course, Bad Bunny was going to be there and might be able to win album of the year, which I thought he should have. Um, it was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch. Yeah. Plus, the, the look, then they bait you in. 50 years of hip-hop tribute. 50 years of hip-hop tribute. Perfect timing. But you see, and that's how they get you, though. Because yeah. they use, the, use hip-hop for that. Mm-hmm. We just said they fuck, they fuck it up every year. But they got us to watch. And I was thinking they got our, they got our artists, too. 50 Years of Hip Hop, they had a lot of uh, legends on that stage. But, like, are, uh, is anybody going to be like, nah, because y'all don't do us well in this category? No, and I don't think that it's that serious, y'all. I just do think it, it does put a, damn, do we fuck with the Grammys or not? Yeah. Because everybody knows what has happened with the awards part of it. But mm-hmm. y'all still showing up. Drake did, like, a little, a little Grammy event. Oh, Jay they, still had the brunch, and this nigga Jay-Z performed last. It's like, okay, like. It's confusing. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about Jay-Z's performance. I thought I, that joint was massive. I thought, I thought the God Did performance was dope. Mm-hmm. The, the Ross, the Wayne, Jay sitting at the Last Supper set up at the mm-hmm. end. I thought that was dope. I also thought, wow, this is really dope. And this isn't a part of the, the 50 Years of Hip Hop. So it's like. Man, I mean, after everything, Jay, did they really deserve this? They haven't given you an award. They didn't give you, you know? You didn't even win tonight. 
You didn't win anything tonight. So all of the Grammy shade from you. It's not like they gave you this award and you said, you know what? I'm going to just do this perform. And we get to see you get an award or some shit. I mean, wifey got the awards. It was her big night. But like the J performance, even now, I was talking, I forget who I was talking to about it, but I was like, yo, this has to be like a, like a chess move for Jay, where I felt like he's doing, he did that and maybe that yeah. opened up something else. But like, I still don't understand. I, that's why I, performing. I thought for sure he was going to win best song. Cause I said he wouldn't perform if he wasn't going to win. That's what I thought. You know how that's how some people do with the award show. I'm not doing, I'm not showing up if unless I win. Right. But. I don't know why they did it. And that's what keeps us in the limbo space of like, are we fucking with the Grammys or not? Because look, Jay, they, they still didn't give you a war, so it's still bullshit, right? Right. All right, bet, but you're performing. Mm-hmm. I look at the Grammys like, so that looked like, I told Terrell, what if something like that could have been on like a, I mean, this is kind of ridiculous to say, but it'd have been dope if you to see Jay-Z do that for like BET. Yeah. And I'm not saying why you couldn't do it on the black network, more so than I'm saying Let's not, let's stop the acting like, oh yeah, we need to be about us and you know, we need to be controlled by us and I ain't drinking Ciroc while Puff, you know, I ain't drinking Belvedere while Puff got Ciroc. I'm not drinking. All right, well, where's that attitude with the, with the Grammys and, and shit? Because you don't show up to the BET Awards. You say, fuck the Grammys, but then you perform one of your best verses ever for the Grammys. They get that memory, for real. And then we're going to be sitting there in a year or two when it happens again, and we're going to be saying, why do we take the Grammy serious? Why do we always fall for it? See, y'all do this every year. It's crazy. Nah, yeah. I look at the Grammys like the Pro Bowl. Okay. You know how the Pro Bowl used to mean something? Like, this motherfucker has eight-time Pro Bowler, seven-time Pro Bowler. And when you went to the Pro Bowl, it was you get lit up by Sean Taylor if you try to run a few punters. You know what I'm saying? We were just talking about that. And yeah. now it's like a flag football game. Mm -hmm. So if you get selected, it's not... As notable. Now, if somebody has 17 Pro Bowls and they now have been to the most Pro Bowls of all time, that would still be impressive. Yeah. Like the Beyonce. Because people are like, why are you talking about Beyonce being the most Grammy winning if Grammys don't matter? Because Grammys don't matter now. Right. Beyonce had 20 Grammys before they didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Having the most is still impressive. If you ask me. I feel you. They also snub her for the album of the year how many times? Couple times. So, but I look at it like the Pro Bowl. It's kind of like, I'm going to watch it because fuck it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's funny you bring up the Pro Bowl because the way that we look at the Pro Bowl still, like, we'll sit there and say, fuck the Pro Bowl. They don't even be playing football. It's flag football now, right? Uh-huh. But the selection process, we look at the same. We still say, wow, this person really didn't get voted to a Pro Bowl? Uh-huh. Really? Y'all yeah. yeah. sleeping on him. Maybe what happened we with Bill? We still vote? Yeah. Remember, Bradley Bill didn't go to the All-Star game. It was hell people that get selected to the All-Star game this year that people was complaining about. Mm -hmm. The so, Bill thing was ridiculous. He was leading the league in scoring. 34 points a game and no, no All-Star game? And he leads the league in scoring? <laughs> Washington teams don't get any respect in any league. In any except league. Except hockey. For a little while, Nationals, but y'all traded away everybody. Rendon, Harper. <laughs> Nationals did it. I mean, Nationals, the franchise, I mean, all right, bad. We got a lot of we got a lot of Trey Turner. Right. But they did it right. They said, this the year, and we won it. We bet it all on a wild card team, and them niggas went out there and was winning. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bet. So put your thoughts in the comments about what you think about the Grammys, whatever. I mean, hey, another year. <laughs> yep.
I got something that's different than Grammys and stuff like that. Yeah, let's get it. You're facing 20 years for a crime that your friend committed. Uh-huh. Do you snitch or hold him down? And I thought this would be a good gateway topic into the John Moran shit. <laughs> <laughs> but you're facing, you're facing 20 years in crime for... I mean, you're facing 20 years in prison for a crime that your friend committed. Do you snitch or you hold him down? And you know what the funny thing is? What? I just wanted to ask you to see what you would say. Would you snitch, basically? And you can answer this for all of your podcast followers and listeners. If it's you... I okay. wouldn't snitch. I wouldn't fold for you. That's Everybody else, thing. it depends on what y'all did. Yeah. What did you do? And am I involved? If I'm literally living my life, and a nigga that's my man, 100 grand I've known since I was little, is doing some bullshit, and I don't even know about him, not even there or nothing, or let's say I, I came to your, you know, B-Day kickback, and now we all facing a fucking, I'm not going to jail for you niggas. I didn't sign up for this shit. I should be kept out of it. Yeah. And and honestly, I'm not a street nigga. You know what I'm saying? I don't live by y'all code. Y'all got that. Y'all yeah. straight. I'm coming home. Because I'm going to tell them. And look, I don't know anything. So it's not like I'm about to give information. I'm not snitching. I didn't do shit. <laughs> so you going, but you know who did it? Your friend. Oh, yeah, it was him. So I am. Gonna have oh, to it say. was him. I am snitching. It was him. I don't know. Y'all need to go ask him. Look, Trayvante Carmichael Johnson live at 1377 Savannah Drive. <laughs> his mother drives the green Honda. Oh, I know that. Look, his father drives the green truck. Mother drives the green Honda. Little sister if it's lives me, down there. I said the same thing. It's funny you said that. If it, was, if it was Terrell, they could tell me he did some shit that I don't even know if he did it or not. I'll run, run it for him. Just knowing what he got on his plate type shit. You know? But I'll do the same for you, bro. Nah. I would. No, nah, I would. let me rock. No, nah, I would 100%. Because you know what? I, this my, my philosophy is if it's you, I know I'm going to be a part of it. Or I'll have known about it. I might, even if I ain't know about it. Terrence isn't going to start a drug raid or a fucking drug empire. He's not going to get in the empire business what without if, me. I was just saying that. You know, it's funny you said that. I just was saying, what if I was this drug dealer? Motherfucker, see me, yo, what's up? What up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, bet. It's nice to see you. I said every time I every time I see people, I'll be like, yo, it's good to see you, bro. All right, bet. Yeah, good to see you too. Bet. What if I was a kingpin? And nobody knows. You know what I'm saying? You talking to these girls out here? It's like, yo, what if I was a drug dealer? Would you fuck with me? They would. They probably would. Anyway, <laughs> I would definitely snitch. If it was my boy from up the street. It depends on what you did, bro. What I'm going to get? You niggas not in position for me to ride for y'all. Look, maybe if he was a, a guaranteed star or something, I might run it a little <laughs> bit. Because when I get out, I'm going to get my pay, my back pay. Some dudes going to be paid. <laughs> my family at least going to be taken care of while I'm away. Something. <laughs> bro, I went up the street and did what at the 7-Eleven? I, I can take you right to him. I know exactly where he lives. That ain't me. 
Uh-huh. I'm pulling up like, you know how you drop your friend off when you wait for them to get in the door and then you pull off? Right. That's how I'm doing the cops. <laughs> I'm going to drop the cop off, wait for you to open the door, and then I'm pulling yep. up. Look, I'm pulling up with the McDonald's that they gave me in the interrogation <laughs> room in my lap. There he is, right there. <laughs> I'm hitting the nug still. But, uh... Yeah, that's funny. I don't know why I asked that. I don't know why you said, <laughs> we going to use that to get into the jammer. <laughs> <laughs> Only because... Nah, let's talk about John Morant. The John Morant situation is, is funny because John Morant is a pop basketball icon now. Yes. So give some context on what happened with John. You don't, you don't even really know, do you? I know I mean, a little. I, do. I know a little. We're good. So basically, Memphis Grizzlies star. NBA, NBA star. NBA star. Mm-hmm. Literally, Memphis is number two in the East right now. Um... Y'all see how my basketball shit coming together, fellas? Memphis, trying. Memphis. Uh, they look. It's, I'm not, is that not the East? Maybe the West. Do I mean the West? Yes. I mean the West. <laughs> Y'all see, I'm getting it together. I'm I knew gonna... they were number two. Memphis is number two in the East, so you see what I'm doing. <laughs> my basketball <laughs> shit. I'm in the same West. <laughs> fellas, y'all give me some credit. I'm trying. But I know they're number two behind the Nuggets. Anyway, um, Memphis Grizzlies star, NBA star, one of the best players in the league, John Morant. Basically, it was like a little bit of a situation where there was talk about, you know, his entourage and the Pacers team and pointing, you know, red dots and fucking guns at them or something like that. And people are saying it was definitely guns. And everybody basically had smoke for John Morant. Mm-hmm. You know, John Morant came out and said it was a fake story. They tried to ban my brother from the arena, XYZ. But it opened up this conversation of the... You know, why is John Morant acting like he's hard or he didn't come from this or why is he doing that? And to me, it opened up a conversation about being trying to be somebody that you really not. Yeah. Or trying to adhere to a life that you don't really live or don't even have to. Nah, yeah. But what did you think about this? I'm not going to get in the bag yet. I'll let you. I look at it with two. I look at two sides of it because I do feel like he has a he could be friends with a crowd that they would just look at and say, oh, mm-hmm. so you like them. And low-key, nah, but I come from them. Like, I might not be rowdy right now. Like, I might not really take a, a FNN and spray the whole Pacers bus because I'm not a savage like that. I feel like, look, men talk. Michael Jordan used to say some fucked up shit, but, like, I don't think that all of the cameras got every single thing. But I do think if John Morant told somebody, nigga, we'll get you whack or we'll. It's free to find out how hollows feel. <laughs> he it's said free that. free to find out how hollows feel. To a reporter. I don't think. I'm going to have to call him that. Mm-hmm. I do think there could be some uh, instance of this where they're kind of like painting him to be a way that he might not actually be. All, everybody coming out and saying you're not hard. You got to think, John Morant, people been hating on John Morant for a long time. People don't like cocky behavior. So what they say about you when you cocky, when you black, is they'll say that you're like, an out, not an outcast, but like you're like this diva. Like you're like this showman, like a showboater. He's flashy. He's And they and when the more flashy you are, especially if you're at the top, they're going to want to see you fall. Yeah. So I think... The easiest thing we can say about John Moran is what? You trying to be tough and you not. You trying to be hard and you not. And it's like, is he though? I've never seen John Moran step to a nigga and be like, 
even on a court. It's just the you way know? he talks. But is it, is, is it okay if it's just talk? Obviously, it ain't if it, you got niggas pointing hollow tips. I mean, you talking about hollow tips and got niggas pointing red dots in between in, in uh, buses. This my thing. The Papa Dot comparison with John Morant makes sense. Because if you think of it, you ever seen the movie Eight Mile? Papa Doc went to a private. Eminem basically exposes. You not not. Uh, uh, spoiler alert. He exposes him at the end for eight mile. For spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. For eight mile. ain't seen it. That's how how it ends. He basically exposes Papa Doc for being a fraud. Anyway, that <laughs> he's a fraud because he has a good life actually. And he yeah. acting. He's and he like, acting like John Moran is like Nunu. Remember the Esquire clip? You really want to be ghetto? Yeah. <laughs> You can have a piss in the hallway. I'll take the Picasso. Bro, people was sharing all these clips because it is kind of like that. If you look at John Morant's background, you do ask the question, like, why are you trying to... Y'all saying... Why are you trying to be like these rappers? Why are you talking about it's free to find out how hollows feel? Nigga, we got pictures of you at a private school with some good white folks sitting in a chair smiling. You don't come from that life. Y'all got to stop looking at school. But T, you not let me finish. We don't say that to slight you in any way. You're literally... That's a slight. No, it's not. It's not a a slight, but it's like you challenging who he is by saying, I saw a picture of you at a private school. Oh, I found out you attended a private school. You don't know his life, though. Dog, we know how you grew up. Your father was already basically almost in the NBA. You had like a... See, now, see, this is what I'm not about to do. I'm not going to sit here and and tell a nigga how he came up. I'm not. Okay, well, let you out. Oh, well, let me ask you a question. T.I.'s son. Yeah. John Morant. What's the difference? Both of y'all, we know how you came up. Do That's we, like me trying to act like I'm... You know do saying? we know how John Morant came up? Yes. Do we really? We know you was a baller since a young age. You was never really in the street like that. And it's not like we don't know you and we just you just some guy that... Like you a battle rapper. We met you at your prime. We don't know shit about your childhood. We got a random picture of you. It ain't like that. Yeah. Well, I'm in a battle saying this nigga might not have even. That's one thing. But John Morant, we have we can you can literally look at this this boy growing up. They could do a documentary 30 for 30 on his like his upbringing. T Morant is not a random nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to me, the bigger question is. Why is it a slight that you not that? You see? The slight isn't that he's not. It's the slight. I feel like if it was him talking, he would say the slight is assuming that I'm not who y'all see. Like That's he could have become was, that. Like I, I, you don't know what I went through when I was young. I could have went through some shit. And even though I went through, even though I went to this private school, you know, that doesn't mean that, you know, even though I went to this private school, that doesn't mean I didn't grow up a, a tough life or had to be tough. You yeah. know, they don't talk about when these motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, of a racist, when they go and shoot schools up or do some big rap, violent crazy shit, I think people always say you, in order for somebody to be like rough or whatever, that you got to come from it with us, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like you come from a good side of, you know what I'm saying? You're not, 
You're not that. But it's like him acting like a, a rapper. We got to get away. To me, I think it's like him acting like a, like one of these rap, rappers out there. Is that him trying to act like a rapper or was he trying to act like somebody from the hood? Because well, that's the real convo, you know, like. Is he really trying to be hood or is he just acting like how these rappers act? Because these rappers be the same way. Y'all fuck with him, though. I'm not going to say y'all, but, it, you know, we fuck with him. It's like mm -hmm. some of y'all, some of these rappers that y'all look up to that act like or that talk like they drill, they're not going to drill shit. Uh, but it's entertainment. It's entertainment, and it's who these motherfuckers look up to. Yeah. It's their influence. John Moran was born in 1999. He's 23. Right? Yeah. When you got to be 13, 14, 15, because when, you know, even when you're younger than that, yeah. you came up and, like, you were six when Trap or Die came out. You know what I'm saying? Or when, when TM101 came out, you was, like, under 10. Okay. So by the time you got of age, it was we was already into trap, bricks, all of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One thing that I wanted to tell you about this whole situation is the way we grew up and the things that we were influenced by, even as artists, and I think this this is in the same John Morant. I'm not changing the subject. It's still in the John Morant situation because it makes sense. We grew up with Little Bow Wow. Think about it. We was young and he was young. Okay, yeah. Like, we grew up, Little Bow Wow was rapping about girls. He wasn't rapping about fucking, but he was still yeah. talking about, you know, getting a pretty girl, whatever. We had Lil Romeo. Think about who we had. We had B2K. Mario. Mario. Think about what they were talking Even Breezy was even young. Even Chris Brown in 2005. He was young. Think about it. They were talking about getting a girl. I'm a fly dude. I'm, you see me riding in a nice car. These young, the kids nowadays, what they growing up with? They looking up. They to love the Pooh Shiesty. They walking around with ski masks. See, the influence to me is different. And I think that plays a role. And now that Ja got this money, as opposed to him just being a regular guy, it's like you. He can live you, that rapper life. He can live that rapper life and talk tough. Uh, he up in the icebox. He got the chains. He got the, he can talk. Yeah. And I don't got to rap. I could just go on the court and I'm good. You really can't tell John Morant shit. John Morant, like, like AI. AI was doing the same thing. It's cool to be a shit talker, but you don't got to turn into Gilbert Arenas. They said the same thing to AI when you think about it, bro. And this is my thing. AI I, was from a real place, though. So it would never be no challenge on AI's background like you trying to challenge Ja. Uh -huh. But when AI came, AI was showing up late. Look, AI known for, like, what the fuck I need to go to practice for. I got He was one of the first niggas in the league that had the wristbands and, and, and sleeve tattoos. tattoos. Yep. AI set a trend. And look, AI, a, a lot of AI influence came from what? Hip-hop. This nigga looked just like most of the rappers. Yep. So you know what? He influenced the rappers to start wearing wristbands, head Remember the rappers? Remember Omarion and them and, and You Got Served? Yeah. They all out there looking like AI. It's like a joint thing. So, like, they saw the influence that he had and where it came from, which was hip-hop, and they said, he's a thug. He's a, you know, he's <laughs> a thug. He's the NBA thug. Like, he's changing the game because they want you to be this laced-up, you know, regular-type dude. And you know what? I think John Morant is screwing his brand up. You know what I'm saying? Because think about it. That Grizzly team and y'all, when I say that I'm like a basketball novice, I really do mean it, but 
A nigga DM me the other day and was like, bro, this is the breakdown of how the game of basketball is played. And when I clicked it, it's got free, th oh, this is what a free throw is. It's like some shit you give your girl who don't know shit. I know basketball. I played basketball. Terrence played basketball for hella years. I was a Dallas Mavericks fan. When they beat Bron When they them. beat Bron in them. Weirdly. So, like, I'm not, I know the game of basketball. But, I, but the reason why I say that Jump is. Jump back now they got Kyrie. I might have to spend that block. It depends on how they look with Luca. But um, the reason why I say that is because Spin the block that John Morant Grizzlies run against Golden State, was that last year? And it was going back and forth. Golden State ended up winning. Yeah. The John Morant was going back and forth with Steph. They was, you know, talking shit. Mm -hmm. To me, that was like, yo, I like this John Morant kid. He's talking shit to Steph right now. It was his and game. He's a though. baller. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But now it seems like the Grizzlies, what they do? They start talking tough, and now they're not likable. Yeah. Like, the whole dynasty shit fucked them. Now this shit, what y'all acting tough, it's like, now everybody want to see y'all lose versus y'all being that underdog trash talker that people wanted to see win. I think people always wanted to see them lose. They don't like the fact that he's trash talking. The... Ja, you're not hard. Ja Morant, you're not hard. Y'all are mad because low-key, he could get out there and live that way. And I get it. Maybe he's not hard. But, like, low-key, is he really out here saying, I'm hard? People don't like the fact that he said you can, it's free to find out how a hollow feels. Because, come on, Terrence. I get it. I get it. Because, yeah. Ja Morant, please. You're not going to shoot nobody, number one. You're worth $200 million. Yeah. I get it. And, like, my thing is I know. Maybe that's why I don't look at it like, wow, Ja, you're not hard. Because it's like, all right, I feel like he's just talking. Like, why y'all don't you're not hard, y'all favorite rappers? But then it's the fact that he said it to, like, the, the reporter, dude. Why you tell this man that? And then, look, the, the, late, the, the red beams in the Pacers bus is extreme. If it's that? true. If it's true. If it's true. But it's still like, come on, Ja. That's why, this, that's why I'm like, you know what? Is it entertainment? And are we just getting upset about our own entertainment? Because y'all are going to point to him and say he's acting like the rappers and then what does that do for hip-hop? You know? You see what happens? Nah, but this is my thing. Okay, because I'm with you. Like, maybe what it's, is that? Maybe it's not rappers. Maybe it's... I think it's a deeper problem with, you know, the way we look at being tough. You didn't come up in this crazy life, but you a trash talker. But the only way, but the way he acting, you don't, well, you know what? I guess. How many John Morans you know? You know plenty of niggas that talk shit like this, that's not from that life, but what do they do now? You would think they really are from that life by the way they live now. That's why I say it's like entertainment. That's why I'm not looking at it like, all right. I mean, it's like, all right, he's low key. He's not going to really put hollows through somebody and throw his basketball career away, but. It's talk. But you see T and with the Pacers a, thing. Yeah. These motherfuckers, if it was true, they out there joint point, pointing uh, guns at people. So it's more like a why do you want to do this, bro? I guess I get it. I'm not, gonna, I'm not trying to bail John Moran out. I'm just also looking at it like, damn, low key, people running with it. You know, people running with the he wants to be hard. He wants to be hard. It's like, okay, like I... Part of me felt like it's some of that, and a lot of it is like a lot of y'all, a lot of people I feel like I know, 
They don't like John Morant confidence. Our confidence, when we confident, and you know how I am, Terrell. I like when we confident. I don't like when we get up there and act like we was given a white horse that saves me. And if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be anything. I wouldn't. God chose me. Yeah, yeah. That, all of that is cool. But like at a certain point, we need to get past this. I can't believe that I did it and get towards confidence. But yeah, tans, this but... is what happens when you have confidence. Mm -hmm. Any situation like this. And you're and, and they're gonna come smack at you. I feel like if John Morant, think about it, if John Morant was a quiet guy, think about it, what's the guy's name that, that plays for the Nets? Everybody like him because he don't laugh. Young boy that's been cooking shit. Uh Thomas. Thomas. Cam Thomas? Yeah, like he don't smile. And it's been a funny thing. Like, oh, y'all see how I know look, who just, that is? He just Go balls. Ahead. He doesn't smile. Kawhi Leonard. He just balls. He, he doesn't smile. Cause y'all just kind of like just want him to be like that guy that just produces. Mm-hmm. It's like the strongest nigga on the plantation with the biggest bat. He doesn't say anything, but he can sure chop those rocks. He can sure cut those logs. He would probably be, he could be some of y'all favorite guy because you don't have to deal with nothing about who he is. The more personality you have, the more unattractive you are as a player. The more, oh, he thinks he's good. Oh, he's, he's proud of himself. That's why people don't like Pat Bear. That's why people don't like some of the talkers in the league because talking equals confidence. And now you're right. I get it. If he was pointing guns at the Pacers bus, it's like some dumb. It definitely is like you wildin'. That's wildin'. If 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 y'all are doing that, or if his brother's doing that, because that's the thing too. Then he said they try to get his, they try to get his brother. Like I don't see John Morant with a with a Memphis Grizzlies warm up jacket on, on the Memphis Grizzly bus with guns. Nah, yeah. <laughs> pointing red dots at the other bus. Through the through the tenant windows, because I know y'all not getting on fishbowl buses. And, and that, that, but that's the only thing I was gonna tell you. I was gonna say you right, unless these niggas are out there being violent. I tell you what, John Moran is gonna have to take the rap for anything that his camp does. Facts. So if it was John Moran and them, and his man's did that, and he got to be like, "Yo, don't do that." Hey, hey, chill. You know what I mean? Because we might we might really have that with us, but I'm not using. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's my bro. And if he do that, it is stupid. And you know what they're going to say? They're not going to say John Morant's brother did this. It's going to say John Morant and his crew pointed guns. Yeah. And then you got the Shannon Sharp saying, you're not hard. Yo, you're Loki. I got put in the middle of this. But you know what? It's the, it goes back to if it's your camp, it's you. I don't even think John was out there. I think it was his camp. See? I don't think that was, I don't think that was him at all. I think it was his camp. But you know what? You make a good point about confidence, and it's kind of the same thing with artists. I was telling Terrence, whoever goes toward being more weird, whoever goes for the, the vulnerable, weird side or the, the less masculine, the less masculine, they all of a sudden become this big star. Like, they, they blow up. Like, you get bigger the more vulnerable you are. Right. Arguable for Drake, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. From his start of his career. But Tyler, the creator, came out, and he was one of those rough, weird type. Motherfucker right. was biting the head off of um, roaches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They was drinking shit, throwing up in the videos. Th them early Our Future days was... That was not today's weird. But now, you see, they were still underground back then. Now, you go towards the, I'm going to paint my nails and call myself a flower boy and now you know what I'm saying like yeah. 
you can clearly see how sh shit change once you go more weird. And the people that are more hard, people try everything they can to take that down. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the baby was probably the most masculine rapper that we have had in a minute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was the closest to like 50 Cent. I'm out this joint with a beater on and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the first chance they got to take him down, he fucked himself. But you see how that ended up turning out. And he didn't change himself, which brings me to the next topic, which is speaking of sound not changing, Lil Baby, right? This is something that I wanted to talk to you about. I would have responded to something that you said, but fuck it. No, you go ahead. Because I don't want to, I don't leave it. We can go to that next. Yeah, it's like one of those things where, uh, whatever you just said, the baby. If you make a, when you make, when you, when you have that confidence and you make a mistake, your mistake is huge. Because people say that's what all that talking gets you. That's mm -hmm. what that confidence gets you. When you say, I'm going to go out there and win. I'm going to go out there and win. When you lose, it's like, yeah, he thought he was going to win. And went out there and lost. I know how people think. Mm -hmm. So just like what you said with, with the baby, it's like the more confidence you have, when you make a nerd move, it look really bad. It looks really bad. That's so true. people see you're confident and be like, fuck that dude. Yeah, you know, he just, look, this is, that, this is how they be thinking. He just thinks he's the shit. He just thinks he's the shit. Nah, he's mm. confident. And you think that you are shit or aren't shit. You know what I'm saying? You don't think that you amount to anything. So no, that's not always the case. Not always the case, but look, him being confident is like, because think about it. A nigga being confident about something, why does that make why does that make you do this? Why does that make you not like him? You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? A lot of times that be having shit to do with your own personal shit. No, nah, that is true. It's this reason why people hated Floyd Mayweather for all them years, and I loved it. You know what I'm saying? Like, people wanted Floyd to lose because he was cocky all them years. Mm -hmm. He was calling himself the best. So what happens? People want to see the best go down. You know what I'm saying? Because he's undefeated, and I'm not undefeated in my life. I don't think it's always that. Like, well, I hate about I hate Javante Davis because y'all think he's so damn good, and I swear he's going to get his ass whooped. Okay, yeah, it could be that. You it know what I'm saying? Be Fuck it. it could be all of his fans love all these people love him, but and the I fact don't that like he's him. never lost. Mm -hmm. The perfection though. The fact that he's never lost. I want to see him lose so he can be more like all of us who take losses in his life. That's a fact. You actually saying some real shit. But you know what? Speaking of that, like Lil oh, yeah. Baby and Lil Baby sound, right? Yeah. I don't know if y'all know it was a little clip that went around. Apparently it was an old song, but the joint said, it was old? I thought he was previewing a new track. It was previewing a new track, but that song, people had heard it all last year. It had leaked last year. But anyway, the clip says, you know, Lil Baby's previewing a new track. And basically the response to it is, he going to keep doing the same thing. His sound don't ever change. Oh, here we go again. I swear if you could have put this on my turn or told me that this was on, you know, it's only me, I would have believed you. And I get it. The one thing that I will say well, let me ask you first yeah. what you thought about it. Because you're the one that actually asked me about it. But in terms of Lil Baby. I thought it was funny, the response. I thought it was funny, the, uh, like, people saying, oh, he fell off, or this shit sounds the same. Because I said, damn, I've told Terrell. It's been, I don't know how long, but I've been telling Terrell for a minute that I felt like Lil Baby could run into the same thing that, 
baby ran into, which is people saying that your songs sound the same and, oh, he just makes the same song. And that's like this, I feel like it's like a sidecar pressure that you would get as an artist because you hear, you would hear it. You would hear that. Like, all right, motherfuckers think that my shit falling off. Watch me change up. One comment can put can be posted. And I say this all the time. You can get 300 comments. You get one comment of somebody saying, man, that man, the light in the back is whack. I don't know why the fuck they did that. Why wow, we didn't mm-hmm. like the candle back then. But um, wow. Yeah. But like that light in the back is whack. Or you know what I'm saying? The way y'all got that set up is whack. And you'll be sitting there like, look, man, fuck out of here. That shit's not whack. And then this is what you do. Fuck, you say it was whack. You're sitting there <laughs> thinking about it. And then you start saying, I'm about to switch up these lights. <laughs> Look, you really moving off of that one off comment. Off that one comment. So, like, that's why I know that some of this feedback can definitely get to an artist. And I feel like an artist like Lil Baby, do you have this sound that is this its own thing? No, you are part of a big culture. QC's being sold, we're going to talk about that. But, like, mm-hmm. when you look at his, I always tell you, when you look at it, it's like, I'm, he's probably good for life, but musically, that's your that's your new villain that you got to get. That's your new Thanos. Like you have to beat that. And I think if you yeah. let it do this, you're done. You're done. The best thing about Thanos was that motherfucker said, "I'm about to do this," and it was like, "Oh, we can't stop. We can't. We can't let him do it." And he did it. Not for real. And you got to see that was one of the best things about to me that was the fact that that actually happened. And if you don't think that that shit can happen on your music career or whatever mm-hmm. career you're doing. But let me tell you this. This is what I will say about Lil Baby. I will agree with everybody. Because y'all know I'm a Baby fan. Yeah. I will agree with everybody that a lot of Lil Baby songs sound the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, your city looking good. People, you could argue that real shit and for real, for real, like for the, the average fan, they might not... He's going to use the same cadences. He's going to rap over the same type of beats. But if I'm Lil Baby, and if Lil Baby ever was to come across this channel, and look at this, do not change. You just did 250,000 units in the first week. No, I'm sorry, 197. How much did Lil Baby do in the first week? I think he did like 250,000 units in the first week. So if I'm Lil Baby, I'm not changing shit. Here comes Terrell with the real numbers, y'all. Here comes me with the real numbers. 216,000 units first week. These motherfuckers that are telling you you rapping the same, their favorite artist that's doing all this different shit, how much are they doing first week? 30K, 25, 50K. So until the shit stop working for you, baby, do it. The same thing with Rod Wave. Think about Rod Wave, right? I'm not a Rod Wave fan. All of the criticism that I hear about Rod Wave is, oh, he said... All he do is sing about them sad songs. He's a sad, you know, because his spirit sad, whatever. That motherfucker be pushing units. He sells out arenas based on that stuff. I, if I was him, if the shit don't, if the shit stop working, then I would stop. This is the thing about the baby. The baby got his ass in some hot ass water. Yeah. Double down. And then tried to switch up, and he put out that sneaky link track, and that joint was terrible. And honestly, once you, once you become the villain, you can't come back from that. It's really hard to come back from that. Even Chris Brown, for a long time, and even to this day, as you can see with the Grammys, yeah. once you became the villain, people don't even look at your artistry the same way. Like, the yeah. baby put out another album. Some of them joints was fire. 
but it's just not received well because now you're the guy's cool to hate. And they keep trying to make Lil Baby that. They said that before, before It's Only Me came out, people was asking the question if Baby was um, falling off because people were saying that he was like Wayne. Yeah. Well, he's having a Wayne-like run. Nobody's saying he's better than Wayne lyrically because he's not. But Wayne killed it for like, it was a string of years where Wayne was the, the one. Everybody was saying Baby was like that. And they were saying when It's Only Me come out, he's going to fall off. But he did 216. So if I'm him, I'm not changing shit. I don't blame you. And I'll ask this. And when I say this, don't, don't interrupt me. Let me say this. Okay. And I'm only telling him like that, y'all, because Terrell would definitely interrupt me. Even though he does the same. letting this nigga speak. I don't, I don't care what y'all say. If y'all watch the last two pods. Terrence, you cut I me off just as much. I be letting Terrell speak. And y'all be trying to say, Terrence always says. But and because you. Terrell speak. You did the same thing. But he'll cut him off. Hold up. Or you'll be rapping for like. 70 minutes, and I'm like, all right, it's cool for me to cut in now because this nigga's been rapping. Y'all see how I ain't cut in on him just then? And he was just gone. I see the nigga out of the corner of my eye. I see the games he play. That's not that. <laughs> it you is can't that. Say that when, you can't say it when it ain't. And now we see the games he play. Go ahead. I'll let you rock. But I think the question, this is a response to what you're saying. So are you asking me a question? Did, what, did I, look, what did I just say out of my mouth? Are you asking did me? Did I though? just say it was a question or did I just say it was a response? You said this is the question. I said this is a response to what you just said. I could have sworn this motherfucker just said question. I can't do this. Now it's my <laughs> turn to be like Terrell was right, motherfuckers. Go ahead. What? <laughs> <laughs> Go Are ahead. You gonna be wrong? <laughs> <laughs> Mama's wrong <laughs> again. Go ahead. My question is My question! You just said it again. It's not for you, Terrell. I'm right, go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's not your question, sir. You know what, Terrell? Come on. Come up to the front of the class. I, if this was a classroom, I would say, sit right in, Terrell. I'll be pissed off and I'll storm out. Fuck He'd this class. he be sitting up there, lean back with his, with his mesh book bag on. He's got a mesh book bag. <laughs> I see every book in his bag. <laughs> but anyway, the real question for these artists, not you. The real question mm -hmm. is, are you an eagle or are you a pigeon? I've been on this for a minute. God. Because I want to tell you this. This is, is going to be good. That's why you said that to cut you off because you know I was about to fight about it. Go ahead. He's talking already. <laughs> but look, are you an eagle or are you a pigeon? I saw this reel that I love this reel. Instagram reel. It could be a TikTok or whatever. But y'all might have seen it, but it's this guy that's on this like, what do you call the thing? Look, big ass thing like this. And I'm going down. Is it a parachute? It's not a parachute, but it's like a. Is I'm he like just hang holding gliding jaw like? I think that's search, what it is. Search hang gliding. It's basically like I got a big ass parachute here, but I'm sitting and I'm like. No, you talking about the joint where you on a boat? I'm, it's like tied to a boat. Nah, like I jump off a plane and now I'm just falling. I'm gonna show you. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a. Parachute. Like one of these. It's, it's like this dude sitting down. Okay. Yeah. Hang gliding. All right, that yeah. Yeah. All right. So there's this guy. Sorry. There's this reel where it's this guy hang gliding, and there's this eagle that flies right beside him, right? And the eagle falls literally right on his little hang gliding thing, and it's just chilling. It's literally just like sitting there resting while this guy is, is hang gliding. And the comments are like, wow, like to, to be able to be up that high with an eagle had to be amazing. That had to be amazing. And that made me think, like, 
you were that high with an eagle. But when I really look at that situation, I think, okay, the eagle was flying, but you were falling. Yo, but you got up that high. You were to the point where I had an eagle sitting right next to me. I'm literally up here with the eagles. And if I take everything away, when the eagle lands here, I'm like, yo, I'm on the same level with an eagle. Yo, a fucking eagle sitting on me chilling. Right? Uh-huh. Nigga went ASMR real quick. Go ahead. But what you don't get is that you're falling. You're falling, and you're not flying with the eagle. Like, the eagle has his own. The eagle can get this high. If I want to go back down to the earth, uh, to the earth, if I want to go back down to the surface, I can. But if I also want to come back where I am, I can. For you to get back up here, you got to get on a plane that needs gas, that's going to take off that way. It's going to go way up. Take you way up. You get out. You need a. You need the the shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. There's so much that you need to get back to this altitude. That's why the only reason why I bring this up when you talk about artists is because I think artists can be like these hang gliders that there's a machine or a moment or something that thrusts you up so high that you are sitting up there with eagles. Like you're you're on the same altitude as the eagle. You Glorilla performing at the Grammy Awards when I was just. In the hood in Memphis. Yep. Like, my trajectory put me up here. But it's it's good to keep in mind that you're falling. You know what I'm saying? Or it's good to identify if you're falling or if you're an eagle who can get back up to this height. Like, Kendrick Lamar can drop an album in five years, tour it, make money, win the Grammy, because I'm an eagle. Because I've already soared the skies. I already know I can get back up there. I've already done it. Like, Beyonce mm. is an eagle. Adele is an eagle. Whatever I drop, I'm going back to the same heights. Kanye West, even amidst all of this bullshit. In that field, I'm an eagle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some of y'all, or some of these artists, are like pigeons. You can fly. You got some ability. But it ain't. But you ain't going to get that high. So if you do get that high, imagine a pigeon get that high. He could probably navigate his way down to the surface. But I'm going back down to the surface. I'm not like, where you going? Let's mm -hmm. go back up there with the eagle. I can't. And you know what? You got it. Go ahead. It make me think about that John Morant thing. This motherfucker's a pigeon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he's, a, he's definitely an eagle He's in a pigeon because he's worried about that bullshit street life. He worried about this shit down here and you not even thinking up here. Yeah, but it's all about understanding... Who you are, because look, he could be an eagle, but he grew up around all pigeons. He's like Simba with Timon and Pumbaa. They had bruh eating bugs and shit. He's opening logs. What's her name, Kane? What is her, what's her name, Nala? She's like, yo, what are you doing? Like, how are you living out here? Like, the fuck? You're a lion. You know, you could just, we could body both of them. And this would just be for the night. A lot of y'all are being raised by... <laughs> He's like, whoa, whoa, that's my peoples. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you mean the, whor the, the warthog and this motherfucker? That's why it's like you as an eagle when you John Morant and your brother do some shit. You are kind of like the eagle that's like, nah. But T, what if you're not worried about flying and you too preoccupied with getting breadcrumbs off the ground under the stool at the harbor because that's what <laughs> motherfucking pigeons do? That's my thing. That's why I'm like, yo, you have to be able to identify whether you're an eagle or a pigeon. Whether you're an eagle that's able to get to these heights or I'm a hang glider and I'm falling. And I'm telling you, the illusion, my favorite part about that reel is the fact that the eagle comes and rests on the hang glider's 
thing. And it's like, oh, wow, look at the eagle. The eagle's like bonding while the eagle knew. Nah, the eagle is dead ass chilling. I'm chilling in midair. You're falling. Once this motherfucker falls to a specific rate, I'm going to fly back off and do me. It's you know? arguable that the eagle is also falling. The eagle, it's arguable. Nah, because the eagle, think about it. It's like I said, I, yeah, I guess you could say that. The eagle can by itself get back up here. You with your hang gliding, <laughs> you need the plane, you need all these niggas to drop you out. This motherfucker's tracking where you going for when you come back. Nah, yeah, now nah, you're right. That's why I said a pigeon has the ability to fly. Like, it could get from here to here. It, it has an extra, it's just a, it's just a level. It's just a level. A pigeon don't move like an eagle. That's Yo, I, I love. First of all, I love eagles. Always been one of my favorite animals. Terrell, have it not. And you used to be have an eagles not. fan. Terrell, oh my god! <laughs> right, look, Super Bowl chant. I'm about to be like Walla. You see how they say yeah. Walla's a fake fan? I'm about to be like him. But nah, Terrence has always been his always favorite. I've always fucked with a with, with an eagle, but now, but I've also my favorite animal is Black Panther. You also have been an eagle. You was a Mattapanai eagle. I was a Mattapanai eagle. Then you was. A Rosaryville Elementary School Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> then you were the Grim Park. Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket. Yeah. Then you became a Frederick Douglass eagle. eagle. Yeah, I always rock with the eagle. I always rock with an eagle. I think I'm about to get an eagle tattoo. You know what I was saying? I want to get an eagle tattoo, and guess where I'm going to put it? Right here. Terrence, please don't do that. Can y'all imagine how dope? Look, the eagle, the bird, right? Can you imagine how dope the eagle bird get looks? Get the feathers. Right? Nah, see, not the feather. Just a, a look. Go look at y'all emoji, that eagle emoji. And put it right here. I don't think you should do that. You gonna I've been talking like, about this shit for a minute. Terrell, it's been, it's been on my podcast docket for a minute, right? You it, think about getting that? No, I'm not getting it. I'm just saying that that would be dope. That's you know like my what? third life type shit. Fuck it and do it. That would be fucking dope. You just can't be a Washington Commanders fan. And you could never say anything else about the Eagles. Yes, you got I, an Eagle I ain't got this you. shit for the Eagles. Fuck them bum ass motherfuckers. I'm not getting that lame ass logo on me. I'm getting that shit. That shit's dope right there. That's my high school logo almost. That looks fire, Terrell. It would look fire right here if I was like, look, 50-50 relationship, because that's what I would be on. 50-50 relationship to me. You know how I pay all my, my woman bills. I don't believe in a 50-50 relationship. Look, all the girls would be smitten because they say, damn, this nigga must be hood. He got the face that. <laughs> and they say ego, so he a leader. Yep, right, I'm he on. must deal drugs and do a podcast. Fellas, you one tattoo away from changing your, exact, your outlook of who you are, period. You one move away, one physical change away. Some of you niggas could cut your hair and you would look like a completely different person. And you'll what open you up a market of? of women that you never thought was tangible. All you niggas that what got the. Oh, y'all got that have y'all dreads with the leave out that y'all let turn into a crazy mm -hmm. bush. Get a clean cut, put a fresh pair of earrings and get your face lined up and watch. Mm -hmm. Go to brunch and watch. I'm trying to tell y'all, it's some of y'all out there that got tattoos, piercings, cut your hair away, grow your beard, and then you started getting shorties that you never got when you was young. That's a fact. Ask it's my fact. man Denzel. We was in high school, my boy Denzel had long twists. He long wanted twist. to have long twists. This, I will never forget when Denzel cut his hair. Yep. And he had that polo joint on, and I literally got to witness bitches saying, <laughs> Denzel, you see Denzel? I'm like, uh -huh. that's my man right there, yeah. And you know what's crazy? Yeah. <laughs> That's my man. You know what's crazy about that? We got to witness that man low-key show up. Yeah. The bad thing about that, too, on the outside is you already have a haircut. You can't grow. There's <laughs> yeah. nothing you can do. You just nah. got to stay how you are, but you be happy for your man. But trust me, 
I don't even know how we got here from the uh, the little baby thing. Only because I was at, I was really bringing that up to see if little is little baby an eagle where he can just stay oh, at yeah. that altitude, or is he like the hang glider slowly falling? Well, I feel like if he would have did seventy thousand units, you know like what I'm Breezy. Breezy's a legacy act. <laughs> he's been out since two thousand five. I know. Just baby been rapping since twenty seventeen. That's an eagle. Breezy is an eagle. Eagle. I've been around. My, my song from three years ago went number one. I'm going to hop on you. I can hop on your track and take this shit to the next level. Facts. Hey, look. I was listening to this other day. Soon as you up, the niggas trying to see it down. I'm feeling crying from the, from the Metro uh -huh. joint. And I said, this nigga low-key got breathing. Let the world keep spinning. Yes. That fucking killed that shit. And I said, you know what? This is what Breezy do. I can step on it and it's like, oh, hey, did you hear that joint with Breezy though? He's had a hit every year. He's an eagle. He's had a hit every year. Can we say the same thing about an artist like Lil Baby? Now, this is my thing. We have yet to see because this man been out since 2017. He only been rapping since 2017. And his latest effort did over 200,000 units. I did more than Future. I did more than Future. Did he? You got Future fucked up, boy. I think he did more than Future. And I'm going to turn up on you if he did. He didn't. He didn't. Future. What's the name of his album? I Never Liked You. I Never Liked You. I'm going to turn up if he did. He did 222. Okay, he did six more than uh. Oh, I got it. <laughs> Should have won the Grammy. Let's move Future on. Future did 2000. <laughs> Future did 222. He did 216. Did Baby Eagles. do more than Kendrick? Baby did more than Kendrick, yes. Kendrick is just. Kendrick was on a five-year hiatus. That's true. I'm not, if Baby quit right now and come back in 2028, 20, 29. Right. Kendrick, I, Kendrick older too. Some of his core fans were standing in line waiting for the CD. Where that CD at? I'm yeah. waiting for the CD. <laughs> nah, that's true. But um, super interesting. You know what? And we might as well kind of stay in that, that round when we, when we talk about Lil Baby. Because I was reading about QC. Yep. And if y'all are not familiar with QC, QC is Quality Control. Music group. Music group. Um, who's responsible for Migos, Lil Baby, so many others that have started, uh, City Girls, Lil Yachty, so many people that have started under QC, but they just sold to H-Y-B-E. I don't know if it's pronounced Hybe or whatever, but they acquired them in a majority, they made a, a major majority move, so the deal's worth $300 million, um, where... QC's coach and um, P, they sold the company for $300 million to Hype. Now, if y'all are not familiar with Hype, I would just say one group that Hype represents, BTS. So, yeah, we not, you're not dealing with small change. Okay, yeah. We yeah. really do this. We really do this. And so, um, this is all in conjunction with uh, what's my man's name? Scooter Braun. Y'all don't know Scooter Braun? Ariana Grande? Justin Bieber. That's all you need to know. Anyway, there's a lot of people that have been criticizing QC because they look at it like a sellout, right? Yeah. They say, y'all sold out. Y'all sold, took QC, sold it for $300 million, which means you're giving over the label, which means that's everything that encompasses QC. So City Girls, Lil Baby, Migos, um, 
Everybody under that QC umbrella is now under the Hybe umbrella, that HYBE umbrella. The CEO of HYBE said this, and to me, this is what was kind of like, all right, I don't know how I feel about it. It says, the partnership, this is what the CEO, his name is Bang C. Hayek. Hopefully I said that right. He said, this partnership is a vital part of our plan to innovate the entertainment industry through a diversified portfolio and innovative technologies. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He said, we'll work together to continue to add. He said, we'll work together to continue adding to the global depth of hip hop. And to me, all we've known about the global effort of hip hop is that every genre has robbed hip hop in some way. And nothing comes back to those who pioneered this sound. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like we sell for pennies compared to what it's worth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I don't know if it's because we don't know or because, like, when they asked P, you sold out, nigga. You, you sold out. His response was, my bankroll something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I just, I just didn't, I don't think it's a good move. I don't look at, I don't know what the back ends look like over there. Mm -hmm. People was talking about how rest in peace take off, but I mean, they were already trying to do it without offset. Like, look at what the Migos did first week. Like, what, 40K, 30-something mm -hmm. K, 20-something K? And yeah. they were trying to do this shit without offset, and now rest in peace take off. Offset already had a falling out with QC and, and P. So, Migos, that branch, done. Lil Baby is still a top dog. You still got Cardi, but Cardi haven't put an album out in five, six years. Cardi riding that one album. C Cardi is riding that. I was surprised that she presented best rap album to uh, Kendrick. Yeah. I was surprised they didn't have wh whoever won it last year. Was it Tyler that won last year? Yeah. I was surprised they didn't have him do it. I'm yeah. like, why are y'all bringing out Cardi, who hasn't put music out in or uh, album? But to you thinking about the people's efforts now versus what the catalogs are worth. Huh? Because huh? you're talking about how the Migos have a fallen out and how Cardi haven't really done anything. That's true. But you got to also think about, when you think about this, think about what you think their catalogs are worth. But that's my thing. Are they selling the catalogs? So that three hundred million that they sold QC for is all, everybody in the in the group's catalog? Is everything that's owned by QC? So think about it. The Migos don't own their masters. You know who owns their masters? QC. So if I'm QC and I'm selling the company, that means everything is now under this new entity. Yeah. It's still QC. Yeah. But it's not owned by Q and P by P and Coach no more. No, nah, I get it. And that's why mm -hmm. I was saying, like, with, uh, with the label being the way that it is, like I said, Cardi not dropping music. City Girls, I mean, who's really looking forward to City Girls music? What's the name is doing a podcast? Like, who do they really have to say, yo, let's keep this label going? Do we add more artists to a label? They probably tried to get Glorella. They probably tried mm -hmm. to get the new people, and then it just didn't work. So my thing is, like, as businessmen, it always looked fucked up when we sell and we get our money. You know? 
But there's a business side of me, too, that looks at it like, all right, what did they really have to work with? Man. $300 million, you take that money and go invest in something else? I think these niggas are still going to get money, and they're going under somebody who is more global, more successful in this shit, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, but now you don't have the control that you once had. And this is the conversation that a lot of people have. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like if we sold, you know, the Mally Bros podcast to fucking iHeart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, which I would do. But you got that. Not own. really sell it, but you know. Depend on that price. Partner. You know what I'm saying? But I would do when it. you partner with people and they paying you, they now have the ability to control how you speak or what the things that, you know what I'm saying, they, they have certain input that before you didn't have to answer nobody. If you wanted to do a whole podcast and say, fuck whoever. Mm-hmm. It ain't that way with QC, though. It is that way with QC. Think about it. I don't... Well, go ahead. If somebody was to say some bullshit or get in some trouble... Yeah. Think about... The, the people that have come from under the QC umbrella that have went to, to jail or have gotten caught up on a case or some shit like that, mm-hmm. and they might have bailed them out. And look, does that affect their ability to make new music, get new deals? I mean, I'm sorry, put out new albums and stuff like that? Yeah. No. JT went to jail, and what happened? She came home, put out more music. I'm just be fearful that these other companies, now that you've given away ownership to them, Maybe they might not be so forgiving as you would be if you owned it. I mean, there's that, but also, you're right about what you're saying. I'll say that. But as far as their decision to do that, what if that was the best decision for them? Like, what if... It's like we want them to have that store right there. Like, all right, bet that corner store right there, that's owned by a black man. He's always owned that store. If he were to sell that store... Or whatever, and he moves to Florida where he always wanted to live. There's gonna be people who was like, "Man, he should have never sold his business because that used to be black owned. Mm-hmm. Now white people own. They about to ruin it." It's like two things can be true at once. It does. Could, could it suck that he sold his business? Yeah, but what if? That's why I said, like, what if he was? What if this is the fact that it only sold for three hundred million? I'm like, what if that was the most they they could get? And like, if they waited, they would have been selling for two hundred million next year. No way. That's the issue. Like, you're looking at, oh, but you know, Lil Baby makes great music. Migos have made great music, but is that what they're selling? Or are they selling the label that runs? You know what I'm saying? We're selling our company that works on promo and 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 getting artists to the next level. We're not selling every single thing that every artist we've done. I don't know if it's so much of that. This is the thing. This I think now. This is what we gotta think about and th- listen to this stat that they put in the article. In 2022, Lil Baby had 2.9 million equivalent albums sold, um, and 4.3 billion on-demand streams. Migos didn't have an album come out, but they had um, 2.9 million equivalent albums and 4.3 billion on-demand streams last year. You know what I'm saying? And so, and that was last year. So when you think about all that, I just be feeling like the, the issue is that $300 million. I think you could have sold QC for $1 billion. I think you could sell it for $1 billion. 
or or seven hundred and fifty million dollars. But you don't know. Like you're just saying this big ass number because you're looking at the catalog and these numbers. It's, you don't know how much of that money and of from those streams goes to what? For you to be able to say, oh, y'all should be able to sell for a billion dollars. Don't if they should be able to sell for a billion dollars, or if it was worth that much, then they would have probably tried to. Well, see, that's what we don't know. We don't know what they tried for. We just know that they sold for that. And it's almost like a, you shouldn't have sold. It's almost like, think about it. People criticize Swiss Beats and um, Tim for selling verse. They sold verses to um, Triller. And now look, it's yeah. almost basically not even a thing anymore. And it's like, cool, y'all got a good payday. but And that's what it comes down to. But to me, we just can't fall for the mirror. You know what I'm saying? You can't fall for the mirror because you never saw your reflection. You ever heard that story? Mm-hmm. The, uh, and it actually is a story of the land that is now separated to, between the Dominican Republic and Haiti. Yeah. Because it's the same land. It's just two different countries now. But before, when the, con- the, when the conquerors came, the people there had gold. And they had mirror, like mirror glass. And the people there had never seen themselves in reflection before. So they swindled their ass to give them gold in exchange for the mirror because they thought the mirror was going to be worth more. Okay, yeah. And it ended up, of course, gold versus that glass. So to me, it's like the it's like the little girl with the lemonade stand. You would support it. And you would kind of have like this respect, not for the lemonade, but the fact that, you know what, she doing her thing, she out here. Mm-hmm. I'm a supporter. Soon as they take her lemonade and put it in Safeway and Sam's and shit like that, and she's taken care of, that lemonade, even if it's the same thing, people would not be buying. Because people are really buying and supporting the lemonade stand and the effort, what we can see. Like, yo, she's out here. You know what I'm saying? But when it goes to the big stores, when they get when she gets her deals, people wouldn't yeah. buy it. And I don't think that, and the only reason why I bring that up is because I'm like, I think it speaks to how people look at the QC situation. Us owning it make us feel better about supporting it versus when it's now we sell it off to somebody else. Like Just like with uh, versus and Trilla, we get scared when it gets sold off to somebody else because we've seen what happened with so many different black brands. When we sell it, it turns into mm-hmm. something that it wasn't. So I get it. And lastly, to me, it's not about just the support because you're right about that. We do feel better when we support our own. But when you think about generational wealth, the motherfuckers that own Walmart, they have literally years of grandkids that can grow up and run Walmart. Mm -hmm. Where them, if they would have... Even if it was like a manager position. And this this is a... Of course, they sold the company for these millions. But those millions that you got, you can invest it in other things or start a new business. But like... Now we going down. Now the, you know what I'm saying, we're falling. Where if you would have kept that, all of these different generations of black folks have this big ass business that's going to keep growing. Hopefully. Because we really don't know what it was looking Uh, like in that building. Well, now you don't know because you sold it. No, they probably know. I don't think if shit was going so well and they had this crazy big projection that they would have just sold it just for quick money. I don't think we can just look at the fact that they sold it and say it's that. You don't know what was going on in that building. It's because you're thinking about what's to come and not what it's worth. You know Michael Jackson's camp is selling only half of his catalog for $900 million? See, you're talking about selling the catalog. uh, QC is a music group. It is like a a label. 
Yeah, but you are a music group that houses these artists that are some of the biggest artists in the world. Okay, but I'm saying you don't know what the fuck is going on at QC's office for you to talk about what they should have sold for or if they should have sold it all, low-key. Y'all don't know. It doesn't matter what's going on in their office, Terrence. Terrell, you these can't just look at the success culture. of artists and say that they should be able to sell for something Terrence. or keep something going. You don't know. QC owns culture, culture too. Lil Baby's harder than ever. His all and his you albums. Don't know, those albums are not bringing in $300 million a year. It's about what they are worth. What are to, they worth? To sell it. It's so what are they worth? Since you know. You don't know. I think it's worth more. Than, all I'm saying is I think it's worth you more think? than it's more than $300 million. That's like if 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 somebody sold their catalog for $100, for $100 million, you might be like. Future just sold his catalog for $100 million. Future sold all of his, his whole catalog. Search Future sales catalog. He sold it for like $100 million. And that's what niggas were saying. Future sold his catalog alone for $100 million. Don't you think the Migos catalog is worth $100 million? You don't know what you're talking about. They, did they say that they sold... Terrence, because Future owns like his masters. We about shit we don't really know about. We know that Future sold his catalog, right? We don't know what is sold. Oh, it wasn't for hundred million. It was for, and it was for his album that he already did, right? Oh, he sold his publishing rights for ten million. No, yeah, Future reportedly sells his entire music catalog in eight-figure deal. Let me see how much. What was it ten mil for a big price? It should, if it's ten million, and he's stupid. There's no way that that was $10 million. That's But that's my thing. Well, honestly, I want to know what everybody thinks about that. He sold because his publishing for, I think, $10 million, But not... And that's Kanye a, West sold his interest in his uh, publishing catalog for 175 times... Uh, 175 million. Kanye West? Kanye West did that. Remember? Oh, but Kanye West said that that was bullshit. There was news of that, though. Because why, if I'm Kanye, would I sell my entire, my publishing for 175? And yeah, he's going to say he probably sold it more. I probably sold it for more. Think about it. This motherfucker's out there that want to say we own Thriller. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Scooter Braun is that nigga. He's the one, he's trying to say, we own this and that and this and that and that. And but so. you see, that's why I be looking at stuff like this and I'm like, man, we don't like to see black, culture, black businesses and black owners sell to opposite races for especially everything that happened in the past. But I mean, like, I'm looking at these two dudes like, man, y'all went out there. Y'all carried QC as far as y'all could. I mean, if we really keeping it a hundred, the tragedy that happened with Migos and them breaking up even before, Cardi B is a huge brand, as a huge name under the label, but she's not putting music out for real, for real. Lil Baby, people are saying it's falling off, but he's still running the running the show. But low key, you get new artists, man. It's gonna be a new generation, and look, you should still have that business owned by by that you. brother right there on the right, and his brother to the left. They don't look like young men. They probably done with this shit. Even your beloved Beyonce is done with this music shit, Loki. I guarantee y'all. Beyonce's not going to sell Parkwood, though. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, saying the older you get, I don't think Beyonce would sell her it's stuff. Like, I'm just saying 
we don't know what they're what part of that life of life that they want to be on or if they want to go through adding these new artists and trying to but do y'all have take pe- off fuck this shit terrence is looking at this shit all wrong he's thinking about what i'm the not looking at it wrong i'm looking at it with a different perspective you're looking at it with the it's not wrong because i'm really not making a terrence real is thinking about like what music is okay so you thinking about what music is to come because migos broke up whatever I'm thinking about no. I'm thinking about the state of the their their label, and the state of your label is based on what y'all are dropping. What's coming out of QC? Terrence, QC still got hella artists. Okay. We don't want to stay on this for so long, bro. You know. No, we don't have to. But don't y'all got kids that y'all might have wanted to run the company or something? We could have just kept it black on and not just sell it off to white folks. And <laughs> in, in the the anyway. I'm interested to see what people think about that. But I did want to uh, ask you this. Okay. Did you see the changes that AMC made? Yeah. What do you think about that? And I'm going to give the detail first, and then I'll let you rock. So basically, AMC Theaters, the nation's largest movie theater chain in the world. I'm sorry, the, the, the U.S.'s largest movie theater chain. On Monday, unveiled a new pricing scheme in which seat location determines how much your movie tickets cost. Seats in the middle of the auditorium will cost a dollar or two more while seats in the front row will be slightly cheaper. I don't like this, but to me, and I put this, I put, this is why I don't go to AMC theaters. But I'll pass it to you, because these your folks. This is, what, this is your folks. I don't think that it's horrible. I think it makes sense. And I think you're going to see a lot of other, uh, you're going to see a lot of other movie, movie theaters start to do the same thing. It's always going to take the biggest to make the biggest change. That's yeah. why Netflix is doing their password shit. Like, I think AMC doing this is like, all right, but if anybody going to lose their chain, it's us. So, like, fuck it. How can we get more money? You remember when you used to work for Best Buy and they used to up the prices on shit? You can't even get a bag from Best Buy now. They charging 10 cents for them. Mm-hmm. Companies make little changes that it's going to piss people off in the beginning, but low-key, you're not even going to think about it. Yep. You're going to be getting your ticket and be like, oh, it's $13. It would normally have been $11, but... Yep. Oh, you know what, Terrence? What? Listen to this. Listen to this. And you're about to see exactly what the play is. Let me see if you catch it. AMC said the pricing plan, dubbed Sightline, has already rolled out in some location by the end of the year, whatever. It says seats classified as standard Sightline will be at the regular price. If you want to pay less for the value Sightline seats, you have to be a member of the chain subscription service AMC Stubs. You see that? Mm-hmm. I don't even need y'all to come to the movie theaters every week. I'm going to just get this membership-based income that everybody's doing. Think about what Best Buy is doing with Total Tech, right? Think about what Target's doing with Target Red. Everybody wants you to be a member. We That's do it with so Patreon. Many people doing it. It's literally the way now. But, oh, okay, AMC. So we're going to charge more unless you're a member. Yeah. But if you're a member, you're paying. So. And if you're a member, you're going to pay me seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven dollars $11 a month. How much is AMC Stubbs a month? 20 15 Oh, no. 12 All I know is they're going to cake up. They, they will either cake up with that or people will, people will flex. But you know what? AMC need to work on their, the people that they have coming in, uh, working in the movie theater. I feel like the people that work in AMC theaters are trash. Just keep it on that. I think, yeah, they need to either pay more so that you can get more people to come and do that, but... This it's definitely, but that is nuts. Isn't that crazy? 
Ballsy. This is why I go to. I don't go to. I don't do AMC. I don't do AMC. Did you see those red boots that everybody was going crazy over? Yeah. Uh, only reason I bring those up because everybody was looking at them joints. They look like like some cartoon characters, some Mickey Mouse boots. They three hundred fifty dollars. That's not I that bad. That. You would wear them. I'm not gonna say I would wear them for fashion. Something does. Weirdly, I want to put one on. Would you want to? I want to see what it's like to wear. Would you want to do it if they cost forty dollars at Walmart and they just had them as big cartoon shoes you could wear? Well, you know what? Yeah, because I really just want to try it on and see what it feels like to wear something like that, built like that. But I'm not mad at the at the price or anything. I think these days, fashion not about fashion. Fashion these days is not about what you like. It is about the value of what you're wearing. At least in high fashion, it seemed like. Yeah. I don't think that people are wearing those red boots because they like the way they look. I think it looked different. It costs a little bit of dough, but it's reachable. It's only $350, so most of us can get it. I think you're going to see people hitting it up. Same thing with them Yeezy. Remember Kanye was putting out? I don't know if y'all remember this. Y'all remember Kanye was putting out his shit, and people was like, fuck that, fuck that, but y'all ended up getting it. I remember when the Yeezy runners, the Yeezy foam runners, I remember when them joints first came out, when they first, when, when them joints first went up, a lot of people was like, fuck those, no strings, nah, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when, when them joints came out, you saw, saw them on people's feet. Kanye got plenty of shit that haven't came out. But when you saw them wearing it, it's like, man, I'm not fucking with those, but if they drop them, y'all are going to go get them. Because it's, I just think we've hit a new, it's like a moment-based fashion thing now. I just feel like this is a new, like, all right, this just looks insane. Yeah. Maybe I'm like an old head or whatever, but like, I haven't seen much to, that would make me feel like an outcast. Yeah. But this is ridiculous. It is. I mean, it is because, I mean, it's ridiculous to say, oh, those are, like somebody put them, in, put them up in like black and they were like, oh, those are fire. No, they're not. They just look different. You haven't seen them. It's crazy. And the person that did that just made the picture black and white. Yeah. If you go to the, I, think, I, don't, know the, I don't know how you say this brand's name. I think it's called Mischief. But if you go to their website, biggest day on their website is that motherfucking boot. <laughs> they said, oh, y'all want this, huh? I feel like we are just so slave to brands and shit that is deemed expensive. And if you don't believe that, just look at all of the Balenciaga shoes that people wear now that look just like the Skechers that people used to get clowned for wearing. It was never really about how the Skechers look. It was the fact that they're Skechers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was never about the look, obviously. They could take the most random shit ever and put them on a designer website and people would buy it. And people would buy it. They could take it literally from payless.com, put it on this website and people buy it. Balenciaga has a trash bag. It is literally just like a Glade bag, just like that, except the strings on it say Balenciaga on it. Yeah. These days, you could be dressed like a, you could be dressed like an idiot. You could be dressed like a fool. No mat, not matching, not, not no type of swag or anything. But if you say, yeah, this is this, this is that, people will start saying, oh, okay, oh, okay. Like, it's not about, nobody's even looking or judging with mm-hmm. their interests. It's like, okay, so I see your pants. What are your pants? What is that shirt? It's not, right, yo, I like that is, shirt. You know, it's yeah. like, oh, that's a, oh, okay. So he's got on the, 
My man Meech from BMF is the worst dressed. He wear all the, this, the He looks ridiculous sometimes. It's like, damn, we so enslaved to these brands, bro. It's crazy. We can be. This is what I wanted to tell you before we uh do movie suggests. Yep. Um, did you see the changes that Twitter made? No. That Elon uh spoke on. So I might get Twitter blue, y'all. I'm sorry, but I think I might do it. Uh look, Elon Musk, um, owner and CEO of Twitter. Announced starting today, Twitter will share ad revenue with creators. Um, the new policy applies only to ads that appear in a creator's reply thread. So you being a creator, yeah. if you have Twitter blue and you tweet, you know, some anything, you know, this is whatever. And you have a bunch of motherfuckers replying. You ever be scrolling through a reply and you see like an ad for some shit? Yeah. And then you just scroll past that, look at the rest of the replies? You can now get paid from that as a creator. Because you're a creator. So they if somebody's say, scrolling through like a my page or like a tweet that I posted and there's an ad, then I can get revenue from that. Yeah. So the next time you get on Twitter and let's say you are in a thread. Let's say you start some bullshit and you say who's a better rapper between whoever, whoever. Yeah. Motherfuckers is going back and forth in your, in your mentions. Look at me. I might say some shit and everybody's calling me a hater. But guess what? When you scroll that thread, you might see an ad for some shit. Now, if it's under my thread, I can get paid from that. It says the move comes on the heels of YouTube launching of YouTube launching ad revenue sharing for creators through the YouTube Partner Program in a bid to become the most rewarding social platform for creators. YouTube trying to say, look, we give out the most. Yeah. So Twitter's way of trying to do that is Twitter Blue, and of course you get those long tweets. Have you been seeing them long ass tweets? Yeah. I mean, I guess the opportunity to make money is one thing. But I, that just more to me, it sounds like damn, we're gonna be looking at people's threads and it's just gonna be ads. Cause you're introducing something where you're giving like you're you're introducing like paying people, but you're also introducing the fact that there will be more like more ads. Cause more people getting paid, then that means you need the ads to pop up to support that. It's millions on top of millions of people with Twitter that could sign up. So you literally have to prepare well, you got to have the funds, right? Well, I don't know. We're going to be getting them YouTube checks for real. Well, you got to think about it, Terrence. Do I really have to do that? Because the person that's I'm paying is going to have Twitter blue. So he's going to be So they're going to be really just doubling back something that he's giving me. So this is my way of getting Yo, you if you sign up. up for Twitter blue, you have the opportunity to get paid. But, you, but you're going to be paying And think me. about it. That's smart as shit. Yeah. But, but and mind you, you might sign up for Twitter blue. But you might not even be all that popping. So your threads might not even garnish that much. You're going to be eventually paying more. You're going to be eventually By the end of the year, you're going to be paying more. Which is good for them. People making some good-ass moves. I'm about to get Twitter blue. And I'm going to have a blue check. And that's going to be so stupid. And I just, I just don't want that. I wish I could get it without the blue check. I really, truly wish I could. Yeah, I wanted it. But I'm like, I don't want the, I don't want the blue check. That's just what I don't want. All right, bet. We doing movies, suggest? Yes, sir. I'm gonna let you go, cause. All right, bet. I know my you movies. Got one locked in. Bet. My movie suggestion of the week is Knock at the Cabin. M Night Shyamalan. It's in theaters right now. It is not on any streaming platform. Um, I went to see it this weekend. It opened on Friday, so I went to see it a week ago today. 
Um, but it was a good movie. It's a solid movie. It's honestly got a crazy ass plot about the world ending type shit. Somebody knocks at your cabin and say, yo, the world's about to end type shit. Um, and it stars Batista. And the reason why it's my movie suggestion of the week is because Batista really sets himself apart from all of the other wrestlers turned actors to me with this film. It's M. Night, so you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. Mm-hmm. But it's going to keep you... It's, it was a good watch. Um, it's not one of his best. It's just something else that he's done. Um, but what I really wanted people to see is Batista. Because Batista, like, legit... What is Batista's real name? Like, Dave? Dave. I know it's Dave, but... Because I don't want to... I think it's Dave Batista. Maybe that's not his last name, shit. His name is Dave Batista. That's actually his name. Dave Batista is his fucking name. Wow. But he played this is a, this movie is a drama. <laughs> this movie is a drama. Like, bro, wasn't on no funny shit like in Guardians or even like what he did in Glass Onion. And Glass Onion was a little different role for him too. But this one, he was like, this was a drama. And he played a very serious emotional role. And he killed it. And so, that's my movie suggest um, of the week. My movie suggestion of the week, I've been going back and forth, but you know what? I'm, I'm going to make it. Y'all, I'm going to keep it 100. I've been bullshitting on the movie suggestions of the week. I just have. Keep it all right, though. Just let y'all know what I threw on my TV. Um, movie suggestion of the week is going to be Enough. What, J-Lo? J-Lo, yeah. Yep. Honestly, fellas, ladies... <laughs> Y'all probably have seen this movie. Don't take my movie suggestions too serious this week. Oh, for the fellas? Yeah. I mean, just everybody, period. It is not the best movie ever. It is just J-Lo. It's a Jennifer Lopez movie from the 90s. And low-key, J-Lo was low-key stepping on on shit back in, not the 90s, but the 2000s. 2000, it was 2002. Yeah. But basically, it's about this woman who's trying to escape uh, uh, an abusive relationship with her daughter. Well, not with her daughter. She has a daughter. She's in an abusive relationship with this dude. But uh, mm-hmm. it's just one of them joints you put on while you iron. You know what I'm saying? Or you put on while you fucking doing some shit. And you're like, damn, he smacked her. You know? <laughs> Whatever. Enough. That's my movie suggestion of the week. We moving on. All right, bet. Enough is a great-ass movie. So people are going to be like, what you saying? Enough was good. It, it was good. It was good. But it ain't, you know, it ain't nothing like. It ain't crazy, but like that joint is good. That's a classic. It is a classic. My sister, shout out Candace. She loved that movie. She loves everything J-Lo. Yeah. So. But I bet. Let's get it. Let's get it, shorty. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's that shit right here, nigga. What's up? Yeah. What's up, nigga? Yeah. 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 Nigga, one of three. Yeah. 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 We got the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. It's been a long season. Mm-hmm. Shout out to everybody who's been locked in for NFL picks. Shout out to everybody who's been locked locked in, period, yeah. this far. Uh, but we're going to kick it off just with that, Terrell. Who's going to be your Super Bowl pick? Wasting no time. My Super Bowl pick is going to be... and I, 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 The Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. I really don't want it to happen. Wow. I thought you were going to pick the Eagles. I got an Eagles agenda out that I need to come to fruition. Ah, that's what it is. 
And honestly, I'm in a lose-lose situation because I'm a Broncos fan. I never want the Chiefs to win and have the same amount of Lombardis as we do because it will be tied at three. And I also have an Eagles agenda where I'm saying that the Eagles are fraud, but they literally got Candy, Candyland Road walked to the Super Bowl. So I need them to lose to prove that they're frauds. But um, my pick is going to be the Chiefs because I do think the Chiefs will win. Okay. And my pick is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs as well. I've been picking the Chiefs all year. Uh, I don't have this Eagles agenda. I don't like the Eagles. I don't want to see them win because that would be so annoying. But just team v. team, I've been picking the Chiefs all year. I'm going to stick with the Chiefs. I think Philly could put up a good fight. But I'm thinking that the Chiefs take this in the end. I want the only quarterback to have beat Jalen Hurts this year to be Heineke. Yeah? Yes. We want that. That'll be For dope. some reason. The only team that beat Jalen Hurts this year was who? All right. Dallas. When? They beat him when they, they, Dallas beat him with a Garner Minshew. Dallas didn't beat Jalen Hurts. Dallas, Dallas, oh, Dallas didn't beat Jalen Hurts. Nobody beat Jalen Hurts except for y'all. Except for us. They said say Garner Minshew in, lost in, to. In, in, in Philly. Anyway. Shout out to the Eagles and the, and the Chiefs for making it this far, man. A Super Bowl appearance mm-hmm. for your squad. Legendary Chiefs fans, y'all know about it. Honestly, Philly fans, y'all know strangers to it. Uh-huh. I'm picking the Chiefs. Let's go, Philly Pat. Philly fans, yeah. Philly fans. MVP Pat. He better put his name in the history books for nah, real. for real. If he wins the MVP and then goes and wins the Super Bowl on a bad ankle and gets Super Bowl MVP, mm-hmm. then I hate this man. I hate Pat Mahomes, but he's great. But I'm, 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 I'm calling for either... Pat Mahomes, Kelsey, or what's the running back's name? Pacheco? Pacheco, Pacheco? is a, Pacheco's not a running back. Is he like a wing guy? He's, the, uh, he's like a slot receiver. One of them going to get the, I think, Pacheco, Mahomes, or Kelsey for MVP. Man, I'm gonna go Mahomes for MVP. I don't, Kelsey, one of the best Super Bowl but, Titans ever, right? But I don't think Kelsey could get MVP. Because whatever he does is going to be coming from Pat. They're going to give it to Pat. Yeah. They biased like that. Unless this motherfucker, they put him back there in fucking pistol, and he runs two touchdowns. Nah, no bullshit. But, I mean, hey. And I also have a prediction for the Super Bowl, I mean, for the uh, halftime show. You heard it here first. I think Rihanna's going to go out there, and like they said, she's going to do like a, uh, a tribute to her discography. And at the very end, this would be the best time to do this. Would be nice. She's going to say, go get my new album out tonight or out right now. How big would that be? Because the ladies watching the Super Bowl, they don't give a fuck about the game. They want to see Rihanna. Yeah. Or they supporting their man that's watching the Super Bowl. That would be the perfect time to put your album out. I think she's going to do that. I think Rihanna been sitting on music and she's going to announce it at the Super Bowl. I don't think Rihanna's going to do that. <laughs> okay. I think artists are sick of music. Yeah. I think even Beyonce is like, fuck this. The music industry looks stressful as fuck when you're, when you have a lot of people looking for your music and they've been doing this shit for so long. Anyway, my only prediction for the Super Bowl, y'all, is Rihanna coming back, coming out and the first song that she plays is Bitch Better Have My Money. I'm telling you. If the very first song we heard was Bitch Better Have My Money, I told Terrell this already, and I've told y'all this. The first song we hear is Bitch Better Have My Money. 
Rihanna comes out and say, you know what I'm saying? Balling bigger than LeBron after he just broke the record. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Turn up to Rihanna while the Super Bowl is. Oh, that's going to be fire. That will be fire. The way that that sounds, bitch better have my money because I do this shit. Anyway, I would like to hear. Just know when she plays bitch better have my money, wherever I am, I'm lit. That's what I'll tell y'all. <laughs> and you know what? Did you want to say anything? I mean, if we had a crazy, speaking of the association, basketball. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's been a crazy trade deadline. 19 teams made changes. That's crazy. I'm going to tell y'all some of the biggest ones. Look, I got right here. I put on oh, my dope, story. dope, dope. You got KD going to the Suns. Mm-hmm. You got Kyrie going to the Mavs. Two cra- Those are the two craziest trades, yeah. Loki. You know? D-Lo went to the Lakers, and the Lakers sent Rush to the Jazz. They also sent Pat Bev to the Magic. Uh, LeBron got up out them chains. Right. Mike Connolly to the T-Wolves. John Wall back to the Rockets, which is hilarious. Eric Gordon to the Clippers. Josh Hart to the Knicks. Mikael Bridges to the Nets. James Wiseman to the Pistons. Sadiq Bey to the Hawks. Gary Payton uh, Jr. to the Warriors. Back, back to the Warriors. To the champion. The place that made him a champion, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Mo Bamba going to the uh, Lakers. Those were some of the biggest trades. I know there was more that happened afterwards. We kind of started recording in the middle. Yeah. Definitely a crazy NBA trade. I always tell people, your 2K, much different now. I always remember this. As, a, as somebody who's been playing 2K for a long time, when, or at least me, I used to play the story mode. Oh, not the story mode, but like play now. Like play live online. On now. Play now online, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Where I'm going to just pick this team against your team. Like you pick the Nets, I pick... People play my player. They play the park and all of that now. Yeah. So it, it, it's kind of a dead thing. But whenever the trades would happen like this, you'll get, you basically get a whole new game. Now I, I get to go play with AD on the Suns. I can play with. So the game is going to update. If you play 2K right now, you can go and play with Kyrie on the Mavericks. Oh, I'm about to buy the game. I was told myself I wasn't going to get the game because I said I wanted to get the 2K. I wanted to get 2K to help. You need to, I don't know if you need to buy it. Tess, I'm not doing it my player. I don't give a fuck about y'all builds and what y'all athletic scorer. I'm not doing it. I just want to play the game. Don't buy it. You're going to just come over Tess, here. Tess, you always are negative when I want to buy 2K every year. Because you're going to try to buy it so you can play, what, four games and then you're never going to play it again? Trust me, bro. Don't do it. I have if plenty of games. If you're not going to play my player or my team where you're going to give a fuck, you're not gonna want to play. I'm gonna get that joint to a franchise. I'm trying to learn more bas- more about basketball. Shout out to everybody that's been helping me, helping you me. know, learn some of the new players because I know the game of basketball, but I'm trying to get familiar. Like Mikael Bridges, I don't know who the fuck he is. If I seen that nigga in the Walmart, I'd be like, watch out, bro. Let me get this yogurt real quick and walk <laughs> right past his ass. But this is my last thing that I'll say and my petition to everybody. Close up on me. I need everybody. To help me pick a favorite basketball team. And this is going to be my favorite team from now until the rest of my life. But I need y'all to help Help me pick. The Kings fans have been trying to get me. The Nuggets fans say you are your Broncos fan. You might as well pick Nuggets because they're the best. I'm a Bron fan for life. Goat. But I need a squad. I don't know who to pick. So y'all got to help me with that. That's all I got for the sports. <laughs> the Pro Bowl was cool. 
Pro Bowl was cool. Last week. It was all right. <laughs> they did last. exactly what we said they was going to do, which is the Pro Bowl games, the dodgeball, mm-hmm. the challenge. I thought it was dope. I wasn't mad at it. But yeah, though, 138 weeks. They might not be consistent, but it's right there. That's right. A lot Somebody of y'all just mentioned me. Look, they got the rock at the end. What's the name? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see the rock. Say nothing. All right, y'all. Next time. Thank <laughs> you.